a hometown tradition, playing under the bright lights in front of family and friends for the pride and the glory for the name across the front of the jersey. Eagle Country 99.3 is your home for East Central, Lawrenceburg, Milan, and South Dearborn sports. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Casa of Dearborn County, the City of Lawrenceburg, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsboro and Rising Sun, Gearing Heating and Cooling in Batesville, Hag Ford in Greendale, Infinity Jewelers, Ivy Tech Community College, Margaret Mary Health, Sieg Surveying, Stacy Heating and Air Solutions, Ward Way Fuels, Whitewater Crossing Christian Church, and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. The hometown tradition continues right now on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. St. Leon and Harrison separated by only 11.3 miles tonight. All roads lead to Trojan Field, where East Central and Harrison battle for superiority in a rivalry tab, the Battle of I-74. These two teams chomping at the bit to hit the field after the pandemic prevented this game from happening a year ago with a renewed sense of excitement. You can expect some fireworks here tonight alongside Chuck Thomas on Double T. Travis there coming to you live from Trojan Field right now, Chuck. The sky looks okay, but uh, weather could come into play uh, tonight. Uh, it's at least dry here right now. Not rain, but uh, we have our eye on the weather radar <laughs> for this uh, big rivalry game in St. Leon. And, but fortunately, we have a, 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 a artificial turf, so once it do, if it does rain, it shouldn't make all that much difference. Uh, the only thing that concerns me is the lightning, then you got to stop for a half hour. We'll be here at 1 o'clock in the morning. I've been here that day. It has happened before. We hope uh, that it doesn't happen tonight because uh, we've already waited uh, over a year for this game uh, to be played again uh, last year. Uh, the pandemic got this game as Harrison was kind of forced to go into a, a shorter season and just play league games. So uh, there's a lot of excitement here tonight as these two teams get to get back out on the gridiron and battle it out. Well, it's it, it's a, a border war, of course, but you got families on both sides and crisscross. You know, the, uh, cousins playing each other. And, right. Uh, one of the things I've noticed about this rivalry too is, like, if you're downtown and at one of the establishments uh, and they, they come in contact after get very respectful of one another. Sure. I mean, it's it's amazing to me because this is a this is usually a hard fought game and. Uh, Take no prisoners. And they're usually close. Uh, Harrison leads the all-time series uh, 23-19-1. There's actually a tie back in 82. Uh, We don't think we're going to see that here tonight. But East Central 6-3 over the last 10 years. Of course, they didn't play last year. And EC has won two straight in this series. But seven of the last nine games have been decided by a touchdown or less. So, again, fireworks when these two teams get together. You go back 20 years, 25 years, whatever whatever I was. Look, there are 14 games played that were less than seven seven points or less mm-hmm. most of them left so uh that, that's really this is really a rivalry um in the last uh, 10 years what is it uh, 20 years the last 20 years i think east central has 11-9 advantage mm-hmm. that, that that's been happening over the last few years uh, there's only been there's been some, but there hadn't been many really blowouts. Very few of those. Yeah, and uh, the last meeting in 2019, EC10, Harrison seven. It was an overtime game, Chuck. Oh, I, I can I can see it in my <laughs> mind right here. I'm watching it. Uh, it, it comes down. Uh, yeah, Connor, what's his name? Got a quarterback one. He was really good. Six oh, five, yep, twenty five. Yep, yep. uh, Connor, I can't. We'll, we'll we'll get it for you anyway. 
it's they're on the goal line. I mean, they're on the goal line, and they run a quarterback sneak, okay? And there's a pow, and they crush each other, and it's all like that. And they come up about three inches short. <laughs> Another three inches, they win that game. Uh, that was a really exciting game and really hard-hitting defensively. Uh, it was fun to watch. I was glad I was up here. Was and uh, Sophie Brown Dyke with the game-winning field goal, field goal in yeah. overtime. She will play tonight after getting banged up a little bit uh, last week on a uh, block PAT slash roughing the kicker. So uh, we know that this game is usually close on the scoreboard. Another game storyline tonight, double trouble for the uh, Trojans. Josh Ringer, Eli Aston, those were the two guys that uh, really powered the offense uh, last week. Eli doing much of his work in special teams. Yeah, special teams is what really, I mean, that's what really, really turned the game into, uh, I, I don't want to say a, a route because it didn't sound like a route, you know, if you were there watching it, but certainly uh, increased the score because he did some things out there that, I mean, I, he was like a bowl of lightning. All of a sudden, man, he's there and 50 yards later, he's somewhere else. Uh, fun to watch. I love that kind of thing. Yeah, Eli Aston uh, was big, uh, not only punt returns, but kick returns. And then uh, Josh Ringer is going to be back there with him tonight, but he's the primary running back, 189 yards and a touchdown last week against Lawrenceburg. And for this Trojans defense, uh, they showed themselves really well last week against the good Lawrenceburg team. A similar type challenge with a team that's going to mix it up, run and pass tonight, but uh, you think he's going to be up for the challenge? I think so. I think you're going to see a little difference. And you're right, the defense was the major difference in my mind mind watching that game. They were so incredibly quick. They disrupted the backfield in Lawrenceburg virtually every play, uh, causing havoc back there, causing uh, Garrett Hune to, to, to take off and, and rush his pass. Uh, that's, and, and Lawrenceburg has a great offensive team. they got a lot of talent sure. there. This team, similar in the respect, uh, they want to throw the ball. Uh, this kid, he's a good quarterback. He, yep. he's he's young. He's, he, he can throw the ball. I think you'll see a little difference in the, the formations. They, I think they're going to come out and really spread them out. And Lawrenceburg did that some, but not much. Right, and, correct. Uh, uh, you know, if you spread out, that that means those linebackers who are so active in the game against Lawrenceburg, they can't they can't really come as much. Um, you know, because you saw them. Sometimes it looked like eight guys coming. And Garrett Yoon was just running for his life. Yeah, eight tackles for loss last week for the Trojans. Uh, Ethan Grywe had a uh, sack fumble that really kind of turned the game around as well. So, uh, this Trojans defense, uh, I don't know if we knew what to expect from them week one with a lot of new names out there, but they were flying around making plays all over the field. I'll give you one. They, as I after the game, I'm going through my brain and trying to, you know find out which East Central team they remind me of. The 1994 state champs. Now, I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not telling you that they're going to win the state <laughs> championship. I'm not predicting anything right now. that they were as good as that team. But that team had athletes on defense. They were, and they seemed like they were all like 6'1", 200. Mm-hmm. I mean, they weren't big, but it was, it, they were so fast and so aggressive. And they just, if you look at that schedule, they just ate everybody up defensively that whole year, all the way to the state. And uh, we're going to talk more about Sam Ringer tonight for uh, multiple reasons. But we talked to him earlier this year on an edition of Crunch Time. And he had said, as one of the senior captains on this team, that they want to break the shutout record here at East Central, uh, which I believe is five games shutting out an opponent. going to be easier said than done with the schedule they have. But that's the type of chip on the shoulder that they are playing with this year for the uh, Trojans defense. So let's talk a little bit about Harrison and uh, the challenge they present for the Trojans here tonight. Uh, they were 3-7 and seven last year. That was their first losing season since 2012. They played a very good Wyoming team last week, uh, lost 26-21. This Wyoming team's won 40-some-odd games in a row. 
Harrison actually had a 14-0 lead in that game. So you see some glimpses of the uh, good things happening for this program. And they got some young kids that are going to play out there tonight as well. They have really good kids out there. Um, if they have a weakness, is they're going to play several sophomores. Mm-hmm. And anybody that's been around sports knows the physique of a senior and a sophomore is quite a bit different. Yeah. Even look at the uh, East Central's quarterback. I mean, he, he's a good-looking sophomore, but he doesn't look like you know, like Patton a few years ago. He looked like he could play tackle. Right. Too. Uh, so that'll be a, that might be a problem. He, this guy, I mean, that conference they play in is pretty tough. And he's been able to throw, uh, he, last year he had, uh, five, 200 plus yards. He started up this year, I think he had 216 yards. Yep. Um, and so they're going to throw the ball. He is the focal point, like, like, uh, you don't see very often. I have a, a stat here that, that last year, I think, uh, 456, 70, something like that plays for him, either passing or running. For the whole team, the rest of the team, 117. So you can see they put a lot on his shoulders. So if Mason Young plays good tonight or well tonight, um, you think Harrison's got a good shot to uh, be hanging around in this game. He was 9-20 last week, 216 yards through the air, as you mentioned, two passing touchdowns, also ran for 48 yards, and a score. Luke Rogers was his main target uh, receiving the ball with over 120 yards, and Gavin Moore is going to help in the backfield around the ball. And uh, 97 of that, 124, came on one play. Yes, so uh, he, he broke his own record. The record before that was 94, and this was 97. So, <laughs> so yeah. big, big playability for this Harrison offense. Defensively, though, Chuck, they allowed 388 total yards, 260 on the ground. That's going to have to prove tonight if they want to win this game. And they gave it to C.J. Uh, I can't remember his last Kid's name. Kid's getting a couple of D1 looks. He is, he is really good. Uh, Wyoming similar in, the, in what they want to do. They want to run the ball, okay? And uh, they couldn't stop it. Um, I don't know if they're going to have – I think for them to win, they, it, it has to be a scoring fest. Mm. I don't think that, that, that it can be, you know, a, a short game because I think East Central is going to score. One more note on the East Central Trojans before we uh, take it to a break and come back for Coach's comments. The 34-6 win over Lawrenceburg, good enough to move EC up three spots in the polls from number six to number three in Class 4A. Uh, they're only behind Mooresville at number two and, of course, the defending state champs, Ron Colley. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm – glad that East Central is there, but I need more evidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still got a lot of young guys playing that haven't played before. Um, they got a sophomore quarterback, um, and I'm for them. Don't get me wrong. I'm for all our local teams, but that's a high rating when you look around the state and see some of these teams. I'm not saying it's not true, so don't write in and call and want me killed or say anything, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm waiting. I'm, I'm going to hold my judgment on that, but uh, they... They, uh, they certainly looked awfully good last week. And they are number one in the Sagarin in Class 4A after one week. So we won't get too carried away. We are going to take it to a break. When we come back, we're going to hear from East Central head coach Jake Miners. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. It's about heart. It's what makes that precious or semi-precious stone sparkle brilliantly. It's what makes that gold, rose gold, platinum, or laser-cut sterling silver gleam even more. It's what makes that Seiko watch timeless. That secret ingredient is no secret to Infinity Jewelers on Walnut Street in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Whether it's an engagement, anniversary, or a surprise gift, a truly local jeweler with in-house finance options, payment plans, and even gifts under $100. Make infinite memories with Infinity Jewelers in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. 
School is back, and so are we. At Ivy Tech, you can take classes on campus, online, or stream them live from wherever your busy schedule takes you. Apply for free at ivytech.edu and start classes on October 20th. We're on campus and ready for you. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Joined now by East Central head coach Jake Miners coming off an impressive win against Washburn in week one. Um, pretty much played well in all facets, offense, defense, and special teams. Uh, what can you say about your team in that win last week? Uh, you know, we, we just came out and we played really well in all three phases, just like you said. Uh, that, that's something that we were trying to preach to them uh, early in the week, that we just had to manage you know, all the chaos that was kind of around that game and just focus on football and doing your job uh, every time you step on the football field. Uh, you know, fortunately for our, us, uh, our guys did that more often than not last week. And, uh, you know, we, we beat a great Lawrenceburg team, and they're going to go on and they're going to win a lot of football games. Uh, but uh, our guys knew they had to come out and play that well, and, uh, you know, kudos to our guys for doing that. Well, a lot of folks in the media that don't get to see practice every day, we didn't know what to expect from Cole Burton, and Carson Kelly got in there as well last week. Both handled themselves very, very well. What you see from, uh, I guess, your two quarterbacks, maybe one more so than the other? Yeah. So, uh, you know, Cole Burton was uh, our starter going into uh, last week, and we had a couple packages in for Carson uh, to be able to utilize his running skills. Uh, unfortunately, Carson got hurt there at the end of the first half, and uh, he's not, he won't play tonight uh, at all. So, uh, Cole Burton, uh, has, you know, he's going to get the reins tonight, uh, and he, he performed very well. Uh, being a sophomore in that kind of environment, we're, we're a little concerned, I guess, uh, how he was going to manage both today, but he did perfectly, and uh, he threw some really nice balls. Uh, he probably didn't pass the ball quite as much as what he wanted to, uh, but uh, he, he, when he got a chance, he, he really had an opportunity. To. When was the last time he had a quarterback that didn't want to throw the ball more? Yeah. Well, you got to remember, I play quarterback in this system, too, so uh, I always wanted to throw the ball more. Of course, now I'm on the coaching side of things, so, uh, you know, the, the good thing is we, uh, when the opportunity is there for those guys, they went out and made plays. Uh, we have some special talent out of wide receiver. We have a special talent at quarterback, so uh, when their number's called, we have confidence in them. you got a special talent at running back, too, and you're able to lean on that game. I'll, I'll say Josh Ringer had a good game last week with 189 yards, but he fumbled twice. Did you make him carry a football around all week? Uh, yeah, that thing hasn't left his hands all week. Uh, you know, we, we expect Josh Ringer to have those type of games. Uh, he, he is just a sophomore, but we got to see a little bit of what he could do uh, last season, and so we're really excited for him to have the opportunity to hopefully play every game uh, this year and uh, to make a name for himself. Uh, he definitely is explosive. Uh, we talked to him about, you know, if you don't have those two fumbles, you might have over 200 yards rushing. Uh, and so uh, he's got a little bit of motivation behind himself to, to hang on to the football, and hopefully he does that tonight. And uh, what a performance by Eli Aston, uh, really breaking things open for you guys last week, uh, particularly in special teams, and he ended up scoring twice. But uh, what can you say about um, Eli and what he brings to your offense and special teams? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we kind of saw that last year uh, during KV games about how special he, he could be. And uh, fortunately, uh, unfortunately for him, he uh, he uh, he was behind a few guys last year. So, uh, but he's had a great off season. Uh, we we have kind of tried to figure out ways uh, on the football field to get him the football because he is he is electric with the football in his hands. And uh, he, he, I, I'm happy for him that last week he was able to show show that 
and have the opportunity to do that. All right, we got to talk about your defense. You guys were flying all over the field, held down a, a very high-powered Larsberg offense. A little different look to your defense this year, but uh, you guys sure are quick. Yeah, we kind of changed our scheme this year uh, just to utilize some of our team speed. Uh, we are much faster this year than what we have been in years past. Uh, maybe not quite as big as what we've been, uh, but but we really try to utilize our guys' team speed, and uh, you know that that causes offensive fits. Uh, if you ask offensive linemen what what do they like to block, they prefer to block the bigger guys as opposed to the smaller, quick guys that that are going everywhere. So uh, you'll you'll see it again tonight. Uh, hopefully, we can utilize our team speed and and uh, have some success there. And obviously, another big game here with uh, your primary rival in town. Uh, didn't get to have this game last year. Um, talk a little bit about that and some of the challenges that this Harrison team will present you tonight. Yeah, we're just really fortunate to be able to play this game uh, this year. Uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to play it last year because of uh, COVID and they had to go to just playing league games. But uh, I know both programs are excited that this one's uh, back on our schedule. Both communities are fired up and ready to go. Uh, they're a very good team. Uh, you know, Wyoming had a 47-game winning streak going into regular season game winning streak going into their game last week, and Harrison's up looking to nothing early on them. So uh, Harrison, you know, they're, they're no joke. Uh, their quarterback, Mason Young, is he's the real deal. Uh, I feel like, you know, every single week it seems like we're playing these great quarterbacks, and uh, he definitely fits the bill. He can run it, he can throw it, and they lean on him. And uh, so, you know, we're, we're going to do some things uh, much similar to what we did with Garrett Yoon, just to try to put pressure on him, try to try to make him get the football out of his hands early, uh, and make quick decisions, and, uh, you know, hopefully that, that can mean success for us. And then uh, one more quick thing, uh, Hauser, Sophie Browndike got nicked up a little bit last week. They good to go tonight? Uh, so Hauser's going to be okay. Uh, unfortunately, he's not going to be playing tonight. Uh, Sophie Browndike will be back kicking tonight, so she, she just got bruised up, and she's good to go. Fantastic. Well, good luck tonight against Harrison and the rest of the 2021 season. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, that is head coach Jake Miners of the East Central Trojans. When we come back, we'll hear from Harrison head coach Derek Rehage. It is Eagle Country 99.3. Wardway Fuels has been dedicated to your warmth and comfort for 40 years. They are your heating oil and propane specialists providing safe and dependable service for your home, farm, and business. They make it easy with auto delivery and budget billing. Their experienced team is here, ready to assist you with your heating oil and propane needs. Experts on grills, pools, gas, fireplaces, and propane. They serve here locally and on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown. With the sign that's easy to find, wardway.com. Hey, it's Rob Rio, and we will honor the old storyteller, Tom T. Hall, tomorrow morning. The Golden Eagle Saturday morning, powered by DeVille Pharmacy, 7 until 10, only on Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business, joined now by Harrison head coach Derek Rehage, who is a former East Central Trojan, so you know all about um, the lore of this game. Uh, glad, glad to have it back on the schedule this year. Absolutely. It was uh, disappointing for our seniors not to play last year. You know, COVID has done a number on us a couple of different times. It got us um, at different times throughout the year last year, and it's still a pain in the butt for us right now. Yeah, well, this is obviously a big matchup in week two. You played a really good team in week one, Wyoming. They got this long winning streak. You played them really tough, got out to an early lead. Uh, what were some of the positives uh, you take away from last week's game? Well, uh, defensively, we had two kids that came back, um, so we started nine new starters on defense. We got another starter back this week, Engage Barons, who's back. Um, so we're the healthiest we have been at any point in the season this week. So it's always good when you play these guys to be healthy as possible. So we missed some one or two guys here and there that we're getting back in the next few weeks. Uh, but we 
played well on defense in the second half. We were able to move the ball at times. Um, they gave us an eight and nine man box. We hit some plays over the top, and you know we just got to make the plays to win the game. And uh, one thing I noticed in the box score, our run defense might be something that's of emphasis tonight, especially against a, a really good back in Josh Ringer. Uh, what have you told your kids about the uh, challenge presenting itself tonight with EC's run game? EC's run game is great. Um, the offensive line is very big. The 15 Ringer is a great, great tailback, and you know, it really comes down to the challenge of stopping 15 and not letting the quarterback beat us with the passing game. So we got to get off blocks and make tackles and, and, and do our job. We played way better in the second half than we did the first half against Wyoming. The Wyoming kid has two D1 offers in Toledo and Buffalo. Uh, I anticipate that 15 will have some offers here soon. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we back-to-back, we've seen great tailbacks back-to-back weeks. And uh, talking a little bit about your offense, uh, you will throw the ball around. You can mix in some run as well. Uh, East Central saw a similar type offense in Lawrenceburg last week, and they played really, really well. They're very fast. So what can you do to uh, move the ball and put yourself in a good position to score some points tonight against uh, a very tough church in defense? Well, I think it all comes down to running the ball. Um, we'll be, if we have the ability to run the ball, um, we don't quite move and shift in this motion as much as Lawrenceburg. So, you know, our ability to run the ball will be able to determine, you know, if we got a chance to compete tonight. Uh, one more big key to the game for Harrison to get a road win here in St. Leon. Move, uh, put me on the spot, but uh, <laughs> keeping Ringer under 200 yards. All right, very good. Well, we wish you luck tonight and the rest of the season. Thank you, sir. All right, that was head coach Derek Rehage of the Harrison Wildcats. We are just moments away from kickoff here at the Trojan Field, the Battle of I-74. That's to get underway here in moments. We're going to turn it over to Mr. Chuck Thomas, if he can hear me right now, uh, for the Hag Four Keys to the Just Game, Chuck. That <laughs> right. Keys to the Game, Chuck. Okay, pretty easy, a customary force, turnovers, penalties, uh, special teams. That goes without saying. Uh, two players in particular, you got a ringer for each and he has to do what he usually does, and the, uh, the Wildcats have to stop that. And Mason has to do what he does best, and he simply has to stop that. That's that. That seems simplistic. Simplistic. I can talk, uh, uh, but that's that's the key. Uh, if you look at the, uh, their quarterback, he he, he is amazing. Uh, Mason Young. He, he uh, virtually every play last week, 53 plays, he was involved in 39 of them. Uh, and you, you know what Ringer can do. So uh, it's not brain surgery. You, they they got to stop each other's stars. That's all. All right. Those are the Hag Ford keys to the game. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand new Ford today. HagFordSales.com. We are getting set for the coin toss here at Trojan Field. And the four senior captains for the East Central program, Cooper Hope, Sam Ringer, Casey McQueen and Nate Busing. The, the Trojans will be in the all-black tonight, the Wildcats in the all-white, and uh, you will see matching attire in the student sections tonight. A blackout here at Trojan Field. Uh, students all in black, and the Harrison students in all-white, and no baby powder thus far, uh, Chuck. I know we had that, that. Uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, that, that was some good fun, except for it delayed the game for about 15 minutes. So uh, East Central has won the toss and has deferred, as they did last week. So Harrison will get the ball to start it off. So we will take a look at our starting lineup to live, brought to you by CASA. Join the Voices for Recovery at DearbornCountyCASA.com. Starting on offense for the Harrison Wildcats, Chuck mentioned the quarterback. He's a senior, number eight, Mason Young. In the uh, backfield at tailback, number one, Gavin Moore. Three wide receivers, 
Cade Combs, Luke Rogers, and Nathan Blank. And across the front line for the Harrison Wildcats, Colin Klein, Zach Halusek, Kellen Dalio, Jeremiah Huff, John Bassich, and you will also see Alex Peak moving around, providing some extra blocking. We will get to the Trojans' defense here in just a moment. Good to see Sophie Browndike back out there on the field. It was a little scary last week. Banged up on an extra point last week, a blocked extra point that was also a roughing the kicker. Uh, she set out the second half last week, but uh, right back out there tonight and uh, has that sock pulled up a little bit high on her right kicking leg as Sophie getting ready to kick this ball. Right to left on your dial. Back to return for Harrison will be Gage Barron and Ben Smith. And that is a good kick. Down to about the 11-yard line. And going to be drugged down short of the 20. Good coverage from the defensive prison. They played excellent on special teams last week. And that starts off again here week two against Harrison. They um, are so quick. Uh, He mentioned it earlier that... On every phase, special teams, offense, and defense, it feels like they're much quicker. Harrison's going to come out with two wide receivers set, and they are going to be split out almost all the way to the sideline, uh, really trying to spread out this EC defense. Young will have his main man, Gavin Moore, in the backfield to his left, and it is a handoff to Moore, who is going to get stood up by Ryan Bavard after uh, maybe one or two yards on first down. That uh, East Central defense uh, will be an odd front. David Nash, Ryan Bavard, and Sean Fairley across that front line. Caleb Mergenthal, Hunter Stones, Jake Blake, and Adam Rosemeyer at linebacker. Jack Rainier, Cooper Hogue, the corners with Charlie Usen and Sam Ringer at the safeties. And we do have a... uh, Whistle before the snap. Uh, there was a quick, a quick. Uh, they went went straight to the line of scrimmage and got over everybody. Evidently, everybody was not set, so that's five yards penalty on the Wildcats. They do not want that. All start there. The Wildcats will back it up. That's going to take the ball back. So it looks up the 15-yard line. Yeah, Mason Young back in the shotgun. Must got two wings there on the uh, sides of the uh, offensive line. Peak's going to be one of them, one of their best blockers last year. That throw intended for Luke Rogers, and it looked like that was low. I think they gave it to him. Incomplete. Incomplete. A little underthrown there from... Mason Young going to set up a third and long from the 16, third and 19 to be exact, Chuck. Uh, dangerous territory against this uh, EC defense that likes to fly around. We got a windy, uh, a little bit of a windy night, too, so that might affect the throws. Three wide receivers, two to the right for Young. Back to pass. He's going to roll to his left. Looks like a designed rollout. And oh, that ball. Balls to the turf. Cade Combs was wide open on a crossing route. Maybe a little behind him, Chuck, and that's going to be a three and out for Harrison. A lot of pressure on him, but uh, I, I kind of thought the ball should have been caught personally, but I, I didn't have a good angle like you do, so I, I'm not sure what you think. Well, it goes back to the old adage, if it hits you in the hands, you should probably catch it. So uh, Cade Combs is probably going to pat his chest and say, that one is on me. And now Harrison in dangerous territory as uh, – 
The dangerous Eli Afton back at his own 45-yard line awaiting this punt. I can't believe they're going to kick it to him. They're going to kick away from him. Kick away from him, but we saw him scoop up some of these balls last week against Lawrenceburg. Uh, This is a nice kick for Mason Young. It's going to go out of bounds uh, right around the 47-yard line. So the Trojans will still get good field position to start their first drive. And it will be sophomore Cole Burton coming back out for his second start of the season. Six of nine for 50 yards and a touchdown last week. He'll have Josh Ringer as his lead running back, 189 yards. A week ago against Lawrenceburg, Grant Ertle, the lead blocker. Big Blake Genling at tight end, 6'7", 195. We'll have Nate Fusing and Eli Aston at wide receiver. Casey McQueen, Shrek Snyder, Luke Vogelsang, Patrick Snyder, and Lucas Adams across the front line as Patrick Schneider will step in for the injured Noah Hauser. Burton going to hand it off to Ringer. He finds a hole to the left, breaks it to the outside, gets past the 50-yard line, down near the Harrison 40. Nice job by the front uh, front four of uh, First Trojan. down there, uh, 11 yards, down to the uh, 42-yard line of Harrison. So a good start so far for EC as one play, and they are in Harrison territory. Four wide receivers set here as Ryan Brotherton into the game, as is Cole Wheat. They're split to the left. Burton's going to throw it to Aston on a screen. He's going to get the first down, give him 15 yards, and he cuts back across the field, breaks a couple tackles, and he is down to the 22-yard line, give him 20 yards. And back-to-back first downs, and East Central is in business into the red zone for the first time tonight. Is he is he fun to watch or what? I mean, that's just a a, a, a wide-out screen, and uh, give, give him 25 officially, Chuck, there on that screen pass. Trips to the left here for East Central. Burton back to pass. He's going to roll to his left. Has Nate Busing in the flats, and that falls to the turf incomplete. That'll set up a second and 10 from the Harrison 17-yard line. Cole Burton, what did you think of him last week? Chuck uh, managed the game pretty well in his first start. So he throws the ball well, and we saw him throw, uh, toss a couple of long ones, uh, 45 and 50 yards. They weren't complete, but uh, uh, the, the kid, has the, he has the arm. And talking to Coach Miners uh, throughout the season thus far, uh, he has talked about Cole's arm and his athleticism, and uh, he really does like to push the ball down the field. With a strong running game, I think we'll get some opportunities to see him in the play-action pass. Yeah. Uh, maybe even uh, as early as tonight as they'll go back to three wide receivers. Watch out for Ryan Brotherton as Ringer goes out of the backfield on a motion. He'll catch the pass on the swing. And was knocked out of bounds. 16-yard line, so kind of a minimal gain. On second down, only got one yard. I think he, uh, as he motioned out of the backfield, he he was too deep in his depth on the swing pass. Only got one yard out of it. Three wide receivers. They'll hand it off to Ringer. He's got a pretty good hole. He's going to get a first down and more. He drags a couple defenders into the end zone. A 16-yard touchdown run from Josh Ringer as East Central jumps on top. 
Six to nothing. Aggressive drive after getting good field position on their opening drive. That didn't take long. Five plays, 53 yards. Sophie Browndike on for the extra point. 9.23 left in the first quarter. Holds good. Kick is good right down the middle. East Central now leads it 7 to nothing over Harrison. 9.23 left in the first quarter. We're back after this. High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. The Ford Expedition is the ultimate family road trip vehicle. And before you know it, those summer vacations will be upon us. Heck Ford has a great selection of 2020 Expeditions to put you and your family on the road in style. And at a great price, too. Right now, we are offering customers an additional $2,000 discount on our in-stock 2020 Expeditions, along with our Lifetime Oil Change and Tire Rotation Program. Check out all of our Expeditions at HegFordSales.com. Hagford, we are the difference. Hey, it's Jeremy working with you. 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to East Central High School. The Trojans off to a good start, an early 7-0 lead over Harrison with 9.23. Left in the first quarter, Josh Ringer scoring on a 16-yard touchdown. Five plays, 53 yards on that scoring drive, which is a service of Sieg Surveying, specializing in land surveying, construction layout, site design, and land consulting, SiegLandSurveying.com. Getting set for kickoff here. And the kick is going to be fielded at the 15-yard line. And Harrison will bring that out to about the 30 a little bit better um, field position on this second drive. They will start officially at their own 29-yard line. Harrison going three and out on that first drive. Chuck, they did have a false start in there as well. And uh, for EC, that's what they did to Orangeburg last week. Forced three and out and then scored quick. They were not... Putting together long, methodical drives. They take advantage of short fields uh, so far in the season, that's for sure. Two receivers to the right for Young. He's going to hand it off to Gavin Moore. He's going to fall forward for two yards. Gavin is kind of a dual threat. He's a really good athlete. Uh, uh, Catches passes. He caught one for a touchdown. He runs the ball hard. Uh, Harrison trying to go up-tempo here as Moore's going to Motion out of the backfield, all the way over to the far sideline. I mean, all the way over to the sideline. Quarterback draw for Mason Young. He's going to be wrestled down by Hunter Stones. But gets it down to the 35-yard line, four-yard gain for Mason Young. That'll be a third and manageable third and five coming up for the Wildcats, who, again, are uh, trying to go quick on offense. The downside to that, Chuck, is if you don't get a first down, it's another quick three and out, and you got to put your defense right back out there on the field. I think they're, you know, they're the underdogs, so they got to do some things to try to equalize it. So far, it hasn't uh, been very effective. We'll see how the game proceeds. Blank and Rogers. Here they come. Blitz up the middle. Harrison does a good job of uh, picking up the blitz. That's going to be interference. And uh, they call it incomplete as Cooper Hogue. <laughs> that was interference. <laughs> I mean, I definitely uh, some contact as he was going up against Nathan Blank. So it is going to be fourth and five 
for Harrison from their own 35-yard line. Be very gutsy for them to go for it this early in the game. I'm looking. I think they're going to shift it. Remember, uh, also, uh, Mason Young is also their punter, yeah. so it can be a quick punt. And this is a good way to keep Eli Aston out of the uh, kicking game as well, as we uh, do have a timeout. Official, official, official timeout. timeout? Not quite. The official sure. kind of patted his chest like uh, that was me. That they may be trying to get the uh, Eli's coming on. Eli Aston's coming on to the field, uh, that, and uh, East Central did not get that twelfth um, man off the field, so it is going to be a penalty. And whatever Eli, Eli Aston does with the ball here, that guy's is going to be all for naught. Oh, there's a late hit. That's a late hit. Eli Aston does return it past the 50-yard line into Harrison territory, but again, East Central had 12 men on the field when the ball was kicked. They tried to get the late sub in. They, uh, yeah, you had a pretty good look at it, Chuck. There was uh, definitely – I don't I think it might have been Sam Ringer that was actually uh, checking out. Maybe it was – might have been Rainier. It was somebody in the 20s. I, I, but, I didn't see the number. Oh, they they did call the rough the roughing uh, personal foul plus the they had they had too many men on the field. Yep. So trying to get this all sorted out here. Just joining us, East Central seven Harrison zero with seven fifty eight left in the first quarter. Uh, Harrison offense still on the field and they're showing fourth and five on the scoreboard from the Wildcat 35. They don't have the clock going. So Eli Aston is still in there uh, as the punt returner with kind of the base defense still out there uh, looking. Yeah, there's no way they're going to kick it to him. And Mason Young is back um, in a punting formation. Tried to get him to jump offside and uh, might have done so. Flag on the field. Still awaiting the official call. It's going to be on the. I don't. I don't think is that going to be a first down? No, I don't think it is. It just needed five yards. Doesn't that look more than five yards where they got the... <laughs> uh, where they have it marked? Yeah, it looks like five and an inch maybe. Oh, it's actually on the uh, offense. So this is a. Uh, been a whole lot of <laughs> a whole lot of nothing to try to get the ball back to East Central. Uh, Maybe that's why Rosemeyer jumped. The guy in front of him was moving. So it'll be fourth and ten now from the Harrison 30 as they will try to punt it away again. East Central trying to uh, get their personnel all lined up here. Sam Ringer comes off the field. This ball's going to be kicked over by uh, Harrison's uh, bench. Mason Young back to punt near his 17-yard line. Not a real good snap. Gets it away. Takes a bounce around the 40-yard line, and that is touched by a Harrison defender, or at least attempted to touch the ball. Close. Probably should have waited on that. That was going to get some more yards on that bounce. So they have a marker down right now close to the 32, 33-yard line. And it does look like the ball is going to be spotted at the 32. 
Maybe the 31 there, Chuck. I believe you're right on the 31. 31 and maybe a couple inches. The three central, their first drive. They started on their own 47, went four plays, excuse me, five plays, 53 yards in the blink of an eye. Three wide receivers again for Burton. He keeps it on the quarterback read and is wrestled down at the 35-yard line, three-yard gain. That tackle made by middle linebacker Dom Butler. Positive yardage on first down. As we didn't see Cole Burton run the ball a whole bunch uh, last week, only had three rushing attempts and had negative yardage. Carson Kelling was more of the primary running running back at or runner at quarterback. As Ringer gets the ball, he bounces it outside, cuts it back in, gets a first down. Give him about 14 yards on that carry. Another East Central first down. And Carson Kelling tonight, um, Chuck, out of the lineup with an injury, but what do you think of that ringer run? Uh, I, it, it, the guy's got great vision. That ball it looked like it was going to go over. Oh, boy. Looked like it was going over tackle. Uh-oh. Speaking of Josh Ringer, he is down on the field right now and looks like they will be uh, looking at his left ankle. Yep, that's what it looks like. As he is uh, writhing in some pain on the field, eliminates the helmet there. Injury timeouts are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. You can find them in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Learn more at beaconortho.com. We're going to step aside for a quick break. East Central leading 7-0 with 7-10 left in the first quarter. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com. in a stressful and uncertain time for everyone. Starting September 9th, join Margaret Mary Health for Stop Stress This Minute, a program designed to teach participants how to lower their stress level and manage their emotions in a healthy way. This three-part series costs just $15 and will be held at Margaret Mary's main campus. Registration is required by calling 812-933-5583. That's 812-933-5583. Turn it up, song. Hey, it's Ron Briel, and whether your team wins or loses, I'll have your reason to celebrate every workday morning at 8.50, up real early on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Field, the central leading Harrison 7-0 with 7-10 left in the first quarter. Josh Ringer being helped off the field after an apparent injury to his uh, left ankle or knee, and now they're uh, waving for some more help. We're really having uh, some trouble putting some weight on it. They were really working on his ankle. I, you know, you asked me what one of the things that make him such a great that ball was uh, that hole was supposed to be like over guard or tackle, and with his vision, he was able to see find that little split where you need to go and kicked it outside and gained some big yardage. But this is not good. Should be a, a big loss. For the Trojans, as uh, Josh had a phenomenal freshman year with over 700 yards, nine touchdowns. You rarely see that from a freshman here at East Central. Had a big game last week with 189 yards, and now it will be junior Trey Omer who will take over in the backfield. And they're going to go to Burton to throw the ball, and he finds Eli Aston on a quick sit-down route. And he got about six or seven yards there, Chuck, so a nice toss and catch from Burton to Aston. Maybe it's like there. 
So maybe uh, seven yards officially on that catch for Eli Aston. Maybe we get to see the Cole Burton show a little bit more tonight. Uh, we've talked about his arm talent. Uh, who knows? Jake Miners might open it up for him. Three wide, four wide receiver set here. Trips to the left. Burton is going to hand it off to Omer, and he breaks the tackle and bounces it to the outside. And he's going to get knocked down that might be a face at man. the 39-yard line. So that's a nine-yard gain and another first down. If it stands up, we'll see what the penalty is. Chucky thought it was a face mask. Could be. And there's actually a block in the back on the offense. So that will negate a uh, really nice run from Trey Omer. Yep. Yep. Who is going to have to step into a big role in a big-time game here in St. Leon tonight. Glad you can join us. On Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Stay with us throughout the evening. We'll get some scores from the Lawrenceburg-Kaler game. I know they were uh, scheduled to start a little later tonight, 8-10. South Dearborn hosting Madison. Milan taking on Batesville tonight. Lee Franklin County is at Connorsville. Some of the games we'll be paying attention to this evening. And a real nice gesture from the uh, Taylor Athletic uh, Department painting the 28-yard line in memory of late Brady Gabbard as uh, the Tigers are out in Ohio for another border war on this uh, Friday evening. So still uh, trying to sort out the penalty. Uh, Right now they got second and six from the 50. Homer had a nice nice job running behind Vogelsang and... uh, Snyder and uh, McQueen over there on that left side opened up a pretty big hole for him. It's going to be a memorable night for the Snyder boys as Noah Shrek Snyder starting at left guard. Patrick starting at right guard with Luke Vogel saying first down between them. So they will get, East Central will get a first down. But the ball's been moved back to the 50 yard line and uh, still. Uh, been a lot of discussion between the officials here tonight already in the first quarter. I'm ca- I'm kind of wondering why it was the first down too. Uh, not quite sure. Evidently, that's the right call because uh, Coach Rehage doesn't seem to agree with it. But I don't see the referees changing. Although now they're going to have a confine. Now we have uh, six refs meeting at midfield. They're going to discuss why there's the first down. As the uh, Harrison student section gets loud, uh, they're having some fun over there despite the scoreboard in favor of the Trojans so far. They brought a, brought a nice contingent of uh, young people, didn't they? At the uh, end of one, Milan and Batesville, no score. So, interesting game for... Uh, Milan, as they beefed up their schedule this year as an independent, going to play the whole EIAC 3A division. And now they have second and 10 on the marker. So the Harrison sideline going to be a little bit happier with that. Second and six, excuse me, from the 50 yard line. Again, Trey Omer in at running back after the injury to Josh Ringer. Blitz on the backside, and Burton is blown up. Oh, they're going to call it dead by Gage Barons, who hits him on the blind side, and Stryker Reberman's going to take it into the end zone. It's blown dead. Uh, I mean, that's a 
They're saying that Cole was maybe moving his arm forward. We don't have the instant replay here at the high school level, but from my vantage point, that looked like a sack fumble. I would have. I think I agree with you, but I think you're uh, what you said at first is true. They're going to bring it back, go third down. They brought everybody from this right side and his blind side. He got. He took a pretty good shot. Cole's going to stay in there after nice clean hit from Gage Barons, who was back this week after missing week one. Another blitz. They throw a screen, and that ball is knocked to the turf. Good play by number 38, Aiden McKendrick, from his defensive end spot, blowing up that screen. Three Central, they're lucky he didn't intercept that ball. There was a, a, a mistake by a young quarterback. Uh, it was a screen. His right defensive end read it real quick, and they still tried to make something happen. When you get a situation like that next year or by the end of the season, he will see that that's not going to go. He'll just throw it out of bounds. But that that could have been uh, that could have been a very unhappy ending interception and a touchdown. Josh Ringer has been their punter. It will be Sam, older brother, in there to punt now from around his 40-yard line, and he will get a good punt away. Nobody back to return it. Takes a Harrison bounce and then an EC bounce back down to about the 13-yard line. So that's a really well done from Sam Ringer to back up this Harrison offense who's coming out for their third possession of the game. So uh, one of our game storylines was talking about the explosive play of Eli Aston and Josh Ringer. Well, double trouble is now just a uh, single guy with Eli Aston, maybe the top playmaker on offense. That's changed the game already. Oh, absolutely. Did you see how uh, uh, the defense started coming? They, they got everybody within about four or five yards of the line of scrimmage and was bringing them. They, they want to go after that uh, sophomore uh, quarterback. Now, Almer can run the ball, though. All right. He, he, I don't trust uh, that he's a ringer, but he can still run the ball. And they got a good offensive line. So, Four wide for Harrison. Trips to the left for Mason Young. Empty backfield. Back to pass. Nothing there. He's going to run with it. And he is drugged down by number 34. That is, excuse me, 54, Jake Blake. Nice job by Blake. A minimal gain there on first down. Give him two yards. Young back to pass again. Oh, almost nearly intercepted. intercepted. Nice catch from Nathan Blank. Good hand. Bring the ball out to about the 20 yard line. Give him. Give them six, five yards, excuse me. Third and three. Harrison 0 for 2 on third down conversions. Thus far, as they've been backed up in their own territory. They're going to run a sweep with Mason Young, and they will get their first first down of the game. Five-yard gain. And maybe a... uh, sigh of relief from the Harrison sideline but they finally were able to move the chains with 535 left in the first quarter I think uh, the injury had I, they looked like they were early on they looked like they were down when, when Ringer was running and running I mean just they were like oh we don't have an answer for this and I think uh, they've been re- 
Junivate, second and duck. Young back to pass. Blitz from East Central looking for that's, blank. That's and offensive. There's going to be a flag thrown on the play of central pass interference that's, against Jack Rainier. Wow, that was that was more of an offensive interference. Well, actually, they both had their hands on each other. I don't know. Could have been called either way. And the pass interference is going to be the call, and it is a defensive pass interference. Hmm. Well, that should give Harrison another first down, as they're going to mark off the 15 yards. Harrison will advance the ball to the 40-yard line. Their best possession thus far with a little aid from the EC defense. Uh, that, that, both of them had their hands on each other. I guess they, official just decided, or he saw them last. Here comes the East Central. Looks like a oh, good move. Yep, Mason Young made one man miss in the backfield. Number six, Rhett Smith. And he's able to advance the ball to the 45-yard line, easy five-yard gain. Mason Young, as looking at this East Central defense, uh, their four defensive backs are going to play essentially on an island. Looks like they've been playing pretty straight-up man-to-man. They have, you know, here we go with trips to the right, wide out left. So They've really spread their receivers all the way to the sideline hash marks as Young, another draw. He's going to be close to the first down marker. I think they got him down at the 49-and-a-half-yard line. So that will bring up a third and very short near midfield. Harrison starting to find their footing a little bit on offense, and uh, when you go at guess it, it's Mason Young leading the charge. He is really quick. He, uh, there's a, a right linebacker or defensive end, I couldn't tell, is still looking for his jock strap. He was uh, faked out of on that one. Second uh, to last play. Third and inches. Here we go. They're going to hand it off. That's nice job. Gavin Moore. Strong. He, he He's a downhill runner, as they like to use that term. He runs hard, picked up that uh, couple yards they needed. Dip it out to the 51. So two-yard gain and another first down as we're nearing four minutes to play in what has been a long first quarter. East Central leading it seven to nothing. Mason Young looking for maybe a play action, bobbled the ball and does a good job to get back to the line of scrimmage. Looked like that was going to be a loss, so a heady play from the senior quarterback. Carson Kennett was the name of the uh, quarterback we were looking for uh, earlier on. It was a different Con- type. Connor Kennedy, yeah. A different type of quarterback yep. from Mason Young. Yep. But um, they, they, they've been blessed with some good quarterbacks here in the uh, past few years. Yes, they have. Got nobody in the backfield. Is that draw. It's going to be a draw. Peak was the guy pulling from right to left to lead block. Nice job by the offensive lineman. And now we have a Harrison guy down. Number, I think number 60. Looks that like correct? 60. That is their sophomore center, Kellen Dalio. 6'2", 220 pounds. Another injury timeout here presented by Beacon Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. 
same-day appointments, on-site x-ray and MRI, DeaconOrtho.com. EC7, Harrison, 0, 314 left in the first quarter. We'll take a short break back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Your family's hometown pharmacy, DeVille Pharmacies. The flowers are blooming and so are your allergies. What are the best over-the-counter medications for your symptoms? Come into DeVille Pharmacies for a great selection of allergy medications and an expert staff to help recommend the right product for you. Stop in today and start enjoying the season. Your family's hometown pharmacy, Hi, I'm Jim Scott, a golfer, weekend warrior, runner, and lover of just about any sporting activity. And occasionally, I find myself in pain. Then, I turn to Beacon. Beacon Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. My latest? Well, I tried to grip it and rip it. Ouch! Ripped my meniscus. Living in Dearborn County, I'm fortunate enough to be 10 minutes away from my friend, Dr. David Argo, at Beacon Orthopedic Lawrenceburg. Dr. Argo repaired it. I'll be fine. Looking for a new golf swing. And folks, it's just that simple. Cars and trucks, cheaper in Milan at the Tom T.P. Auto Center. Proudly broadcasting from the Tom T.P. Auto Center studios. Thank you for listening to WSCH, Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Greendale, Harrison, Hebron, and Hidden Valley. Your hometown radio station for 50 years. Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to East Central High School. Kellen Dalio taken off the field. After an injury, a uh, starting center for Harrison. As uh, they will face a third and three from the East Central 41, nearing three minutes to play here in the first quarter. And we have a timeout called by Harrison. We will keep it right here. Stay tuned to our halftime show. We'll run down the Ivy Tech Community College stats report. Campus is conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. IvyTech.edu will also take a... Uh, Look at some of uh, the standout players from the first half and who's got themselves in the running for the star of the game presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. 7 nothing. EC leads at 3.04 left in the first quarter. A couple of significant injuries for both teams as Josh Ringer goes out here in the first quarter with a left ankle injury. He was off to a good start running the ball as well. And then Kellen Dalio, uh, starting center for Harrison, now out. So, uh, that's big for both teams. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ringer had like uh, 50 yards and five carries. Looked like he was just warming up when he. Uh... Yeah, and um, uh, I don't know if he heard it on a cut or it was one he was tackled. But nonetheless, Trey Omer is now the lead back for this East Central team. In one of the biggest games of the year. They're going to have a bunch of big games of the year here at EC with the schedule they play. More on that later on. Third and three from the EC41. It's going to be Mason Young. Nice job there. That's just uh, running right behind uh, their uh, tackle. Breach Rogers over there. Uh, they did a nice job. Lead blocker uh, was uh, Gavin Moore, and Young just got in behind and picked up those five yards. They also use Alex Peak as what he almost plays as like a tight end uh, wing. And uh, one of their stronger blockers as Moore back to pass. He's going for the end zone. And that ball is thrown out of bounds down near the five-yard line. Intended receiver looked like it was Nathan Blank, 6'2", 170-pound senior. Put that one in about uh, 46 yards in the air. 
And uh, that was uh, defended by Cooper Hogue, who we saw him match up with Daya Patel last week at Lawrenceburg. Daya, uh, one of the top receivers in the area, and Cooper did a really, really good job uh, locking him down. He did a nice job. Or at least containing him. But he has uh, better word to use. But Daya was uh, attracting another defender most of the night. Sure, absolutely. Three wide receivers, empty backfield. Another couple of fakes from Mason Young, but he is eventually wrestled down in the backfield. Looks like Ryan Bouvard got him. Tackle for a loss. The Trojans had eight of those last week against Lawrenceburg. And that was a big play on second down, forcing a third and long. Mason Young uh, under pressure. He was able to get away from the first two guys. <laughs> that third guy came, and he's pretty elusive, pretty quick. And he did drop the ball there, yeah. too. Um, he's made a couple of heady plays back there, but that time was unable to escape the grasp of Ryan Bavard. Remember, you got a new center in there, too, so maybe that ball's not coming out like he is used to right yep, now. That is Cam Wong as Young backs the pass. They're going to run the screen to Gavin Moore, stiff arm, and drug down. Adam Rosemeyer was there. A host of other Trojans come over to help with the tackle. I think they might have got... Uh, two yards on that, Chuck. Yeah, and uh, you watch the uh, the coaching staff over. I believe they thought they had a face mask because they were, all of them were. Uh, that was a nice call. It was a middle screen. Had some possibilities. So fourth and twelve from the EC thirty-eight. Do you choose to punt it and try to back up what is the uh, young <laughs> EC offense? I think uh, they're going to try to either draw to that power play where Young ran behind uh, Gavin Moore, but they may just try to get him on the snap count and try to get him. I think the play clock ran out. Penalty on Harrison. Boy, you sure don't want that to happen to you. It does give them a little bit more room to work with if they were indeed looking to punt the ball down the field. Uh, it might not be a bad idea to try to back up in this uh, particular instance with uh, the star Josh Ringer out of the game. They didn't. Uh, they didn't uh, get a lot of offense with Ringer out of the game. They, at halftime, you'll see some adjustments. I think you'll see a little bit of more better offense out of East Central second half. Mason Young, front, and it hit Hunter Stones. Hunter Stones, really smart. That's a senior. And what what did he do? Ball. Yes, sir. Uh, sophomore tries to pick it up and run. He goes, I just got hit with a ball. I don't want to. Uh, well, Hunter just netted them uh, about 20 yards. Yes, every <laughs> bit of it. Which, uh, unfortunate from the Harrison standpoint that it uh, and that was able to fall on the ball. It ends up being about an eight-yard punt. So the best play that Hunter Stones has made all year. I don't know. He had a bunch of <laughs> Last week, he had a lot of tackles. I, I say they that cheekishly. Uh, they will start on their own 33-yard line. Boomer to the left of Burton. He's going to get the ball. Finds a little hole to the right. Going to be able to get that out past the 35, down to the 36. That'll be a three-yard gain. So, Omer has uh, shown in his two carries that – two or three carries. He's certainly capable – Especially with that offensive lineup there. Uh, some big boys on the uh, EC front. Yeah, the Snyder brothers, Bogusang and McQueen, they, they have to play above themselves now. Burton looking to throw. Nothing was there. He's going to try to escape the pocket. And he is uh, eventually wrestled down. 
But he didn't look like Dom Butler. But he didn't throw the ball, and that's the key. Uh, the play was not there. Harrison, it was a, a, a little quick pass over here to the left. It was not there. It was defended well, and he had to take off. And he uh, did a good job to only lose two yards, as that is going to bring us to the end of the first quarter. East Central 7, Harrison 0. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. CASA's mission is to empower Dearborn County citizens to choose safe and healthy choices, free from harms of alcohol and other drugs. As we adjust to being healthy at home, it is an appropriate time to dig into our eight dimensions of wellness. Wellness is the presence of optimal physical and behavioral health, a purpose in life, healthy relationships, and overall happiness. Join CASA to promote wellness by motivating individuals, organizations, and our community to take action for an improved quality of life. Visit Dearborn County our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master geothermal systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com and leave the digging to the professionals at Gehring. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to One Central High School, where the Trojans lead their rival Harrison 7-0 as we enter second quarter play. And uh, beautiful sky in the background here at St. Leon. A beautiful night. And uh, that's as far as we'll take it with the uh, weather talk. Will be the uh, Trojans' ball. The fourth down, down and eight. So Sam Ringer going to be in there again to punt. Did an excellent job with his first punt. As he, they're going to fake it. Sam throws it to Nate Busing, and he has got a first down. Out past the 45-yard line, down to the 46. That is an 11-yard gain. 11-yard pass from Sam Ringer to Nate Busing. What a gutsy call. I, I think maybe that's an automatic, because I think he wanted to kick it, but uh, they, uh, or maybe not, but I think that sometimes you have automatics. Uh well, I will say this. I don't know. Sam is good at uh, doing things on the fly, as we saw him sing the national anthem during the JV game earlier this week as the uh, CD wouldn't work. As Homer uh, looked like he was going to have a big gainer. Dom Butler wrestles him down at the 48-yard line. So got about five yards there. Second and five. As the Trojans enter Harrison territory again. Burton in the shotgun, four wide receivers, two to his left, two to his right. Homer in the backfield, picks up the blitz. Looking down the seam, Eli Austin's got it, and he is going to walk it in for a touchdown. 48-yard touchdown, Cole Burton hooking up with Eli Austin. I was just about to say they've got to uh, they have got to involve that kid. He's got to get the ball somehow, some way, either a jet or a pass. 
and uh, that was a great pass. That was that's an excellent pass by the sophomore. I mean, that was really well done. Right down the seam, one-on-one coverage. Hit Eli Aston in stride, and when he catches it on the run, no one's going to be able to catch him as Cody Brownback puts it through the uprights and 14 nothing. Trojans lead it. 10:31 left in the second quarter. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. There's still time to take a new step towards your education. Ivy Tech Lawrenceburg has classes beginning on October 20th. Apply now at ivytech.edu and take advantage of local scholarships that only we can offer. We're on campus and ready for you. Lawrenceburg's getting back to basics for a tradition renewed. The Fall Music Fest presented by Civis DeBay. Friday, September 24th, and Saturday, September 25th at Lawrenceburg Civic Park. It's two nights filled with free music from Wanted DOA, Ultimate Aldean, The Atomic Punks, and Parmalee. It feels like Carolina. Don't miss Academy of Country Music Award-nominated Parmalee. I love you just the way God made you. Lawrenceburg Fall Music Fest, September 24th and 25th at Lawrenceburg Civic Park. Discover Lawrenceburg, a city on the rise at downtownlawrenceburg.com. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Five plays, 67 yards. East Central caps it off with a 48-yard touchdown pass from Cole Burton to Eli Aston. 14-0 lead for the Trojans. Return there from Ben Smith. He's going to get that ball out near the 30-yard line down at the 29. That last drive survey presented by Seek Surveying, specialized in land surveying, construction layout, site design, and land consulting. Visit them online at SeagLandSurveying.com. That play was uh, really well-conceived. They had him spread out in the secondary. He can't. He was in a slot position, ran uh, like a post pattern, and Burton put it on the money. I mean, he got by, uh, got behind the, the defender, and he put it right where he needed it to be. A great pass catch, made it look easy. Like I said, uh, when Eli Aston gets the ball in the open field, uh, get a flag. Not going to be able to catch him. Yeah, there was a flag on the Harrison return team, so ball's going to be backed up to their own 19-yard line. Field position has not been good for Harrison. They've started their four drives on their own 19, their own 27, their own 13, and now their own 19-yard line as they trail by two touchdowns with 10-24 left in the second quarter. Two wide receivers to the left for Mason Young. He's looking to throw, looking for blank. Uh Dangerous. And Sam Ringers picks that ball off at the 25-yard line. A diving catch by the senior captain. And that is officially an interception. There's a flag. Well, more laundry on the turf. What a catch by Sam Ringer. We'll see if this holds up. And the Harrison defense is coming out onto the field. I think Nathan Blank pushed uh, off, maybe? No, I just think he disagreed with the official on the call. I oh. Okay. Oh. Celebration? Yeah, they actually have uh, a motion towards the East Central East side. East. That's going to be a personal foul. It's going to back him up, but uh, still... Sam Ringer with the interception, and East Central is going to take over this drive in Harrison territory. I'm beginning to wonder if there's anything that Sam can't do. <laughs> well, if they, uh, if they get up enough, uh, we have a third headset here in the uh, booth if Coach Miners would lend them to us for the maybe a quarter. 
you could push my butt out of here and put him in there. I tell you what, that was a great. He he uh, he set that up. He he saw the cut coming. I'm I'm sure he's seen it on uh, film and made his move exactly. Uh, he pounced right when the ball was thrown. He, that was a great interception. So EC will start this drive on the Harrison 44-yard line. Cole Burton got to be feeling good after that touchdown pass last drive as Omer stacked up at the line of scrimmage. Reverman in there on the tackle. So they have Kyle Manos at defensive end, Jeremy Nichols, Gabe Funk, Aiden McKendrick up front, Striker Reverman, Don Butler, Avery Vogt, the linebackers, Dawson Haney, Justin Manos, Jax Browning, and Gage Barons in the secondary for Harrison tonight. That was just a dive up the middle. Not much good. Yep, nice no, job by the Wildcats. No Stop. gain. Omer's going to get another try. Runs it off left tackle. And was able to get that ball down to the 40 or 39-yard line, just inside the 40. Give him four yards. Score update from Aurora. The South Dearborn Knights leading Madison 7 to nothing on a C.J. Rogers touchdown. He had an excellent opening week uh, against Seymour, and uh, he is picking up right where he left off. Just talked to South Dearborn on crunch time this past Monday. Um, sharp kids, those uh, four seniors they have. Cole Burton back to pass. He's launching that down the field. Ryan Brotherton, the intended receiver, and we have a flag on the play. Looks like that is going to be a defensive pass interference on senior corner Dawson Haney. That looked like that was space guarding. You ever familiar with that? Yes, sir. I don't think there was contact. I could be wrong. I'm looking over this. I think that looked like that was a pretty good call. Yeah, his had his hands up in there. I just didn't know if there was contact or is this space guard, but that's going to be a, a big one. Quite frankly, uh, Burton puts a little bit more on that pass. Uh, Brotherton might be bringing that one down. Uh, certainly has some good size at 6'4". Uh, sophomore wide receiver. Look out for him over the next couple of years. Uh, he is going to be a good one. This sophomore class for EC, a lot of star power there. Absolutely. They got they got two or three kids, 6'4", uh, bigger out there running around for passes. Pistol formation there. They'll hand it off to Omer. He makes a couple cuts, bounces it to the outside. And he's going to be near a first down as the Trojans have entered the red zone. Nine yards officially for Trey Omer. Really nice run right behind big senior captain Casey McQueen standing 6'4", 250, and he's got the uh, dubious job of taking over for Luke Collinsworth, who is a freshman at the University of Cincinnati playing for Luke Fickle. Second and one from the 16-yard line. This time a run to the right, and he is Homer knocked down hard. Number Looks 13. like Luke James. Yeah, he came up. The young man that rotates at defensive back, plays a little safety, plays a little corner, but made a nice hit right at the line of scrimmage. That's going to bring up a third and one. Even with a uh, strong kicking game with Sophie Browndike, uh, excuse me, they lost a yard, third and two, likely going to be four down territory for the Trojans as they'll go to the I formation. Uh, watch Ertle here as the up man. And he gets it. Look at that, look at that line. <laughs> he look might run it in for a touchdown as he drove several defenders like he was back from Little Giants. 
right over Vogelstang and Snyder and uh, the two Snyders, and that was nothing fancy. That's the fullback dive, and uh, the line pushed him out. Big game. Big game. I believe he got 15 yards. He had it marked as at the 17-yard line. Okay, down to the four, so yeah. We got a timeout on the field. We will keep it right here. Timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. You can find them in Larksburg, Batesville, and Green Township. For same-day appointments, on-site x-ray and MRI, beaconortho.com. Alongside Chuck Thomas, I'm Double T. Travis there coming to you live from Trojan Field. East Central with a 14-0 lead over Harrison, and they are knocking on the door again. Chuck, we talked about it in the pregame. It's not often that you have a blowout um, in this series. But it's uh, looking like it might be one uh, tonight. And, uh, Triton playing Greensburg tonight. Like Triton Central with so. a 28-0 lead over Greensburg. Greensburg will not play the next two weeks, if you uh, didn't know. They're going to online instruction for two weeks, and they're going to be suspending all extracurricular activities, so that's going to impact the Larksburg Tigers in two weeks' time. That was a game we were scheduled to call. We'll have more on that later. Whoa. goal, high snap. Eli Aston from the Wildcat is going to run it to his left and dive in for a touchdown from four yards out. That young man, that uh, he, he he's not the tallest guy in the world. The snap he had the leap. He, uh, he, he got some he got some ups. He went up, got that, and just just outran everybody to the uh, gold goal line. <laughs> Opie Browndike back on for her third PAT attempt. And it's up and good. 21-0. The Trojans lead it with 7.22 left in the first half. We're back after this. High school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. There's still time to take a new step towards your education. Ivy Tech Lawrenceburg has classes beginning on October 20th. Apply now at ivytech.edu and take advantage of local scholarships that only we can offer. We're on campus and ready for you. Hi, this is Kayla with Stacy Heating and Air Solutions. How can I help you? Wait, am I on the phone? I thought this was a radio commercial. This is a radio commercial. But when you call Stacy Heating and Air Solutions, not only will I answer the phone, I'll also guide you through all of your Tempstar HVAC needs from start to finish. Whether it's a new Tempstar unit or a simple repair, when you call Stacy Heating and Air Solutions, expect outstanding service with Tempstar quality you can feel. 513-367-HEAT. That's 367-HEAT. Or at 367-HEAT.com. A new day in Eagle Country. Hey, it's Ron Bria. Let's get up real early together. Workday morning starting at 5 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Seven plays, 44 yards, capped off by a four-yard TD run from Eli Aston and East Central has a 21-0 lead on the scoreboard drive summary. Service of Seek Surveying, specialized in land surveying, construction layout, site design, and land consulting. SeagLandSurveying.com. Brown Dyke kicks it off. Going to be fielded by Ben White around the 10-yard line and good special teams as doesn't even make it out to the 25. 
They'll mark it at the 24. That's where Harrison will start their fifth drive of the game. So far for the Harrison Wildcats, their first two drives were both three and outs. Had a 10-play drive that ended in a punt and one play on their last drive, an interception by Sam Ringer. Mason Young rolls out to his left. Nothing there. Going to go back to the right, and he finds a lot of running room as he is going to get that ball out across the 50-yard line. Nice Down job. to the 46. 28-yard gain. And a first down. Harrison wants to try to go up-tempo. So we'll have two wide receivers split out to the left. Young with Moore to his right in the backfield. They'll run a little speed option. Moore's going to keep it. Maybe a yard out to the 45-yard line. That was a nice little play there. We're going to run the option. I think it should have pitched, but I couldn't tell. One yard sets up a second and nine. 6.25 to go in the half. Young going to hand it off to Moore, who dips down below. Strong. Lewis Gray. Strong runner. Gavin right up the middle picked up about, what is that, three or four? Looks like three to me. No, it didn't look like they uh, gave him much. Two officially bringing up a third and seven at the East Central 43-yard line. This time four wide receivers. Trips to the left for Moore. He has run a lot. As uh, EC is going to bring a blitz up the middle, it's picked up. Young finds a receiver down inside the 35-yard line. And that is blank with the first down. Nine-yard gain and a first down on the pitch and catch from Moore to blank. It's like a little, little out route. 527 to go in the first half. This time a pitch to oh. Moore. Does a good job of gaining some positive yards as EC's front seven is able to break through the backfield. Looked like he got a yard there, Chuck. Just a quick pitch left, uh, very quick out of that shotgun, but uh, right side of the East Central defense. Harrison in desperate need of some points. Down 21 nil. East Central going to get the ball at a halftime, too, as Bergenthal comes off uh, the edge and forces Mason Young right into the middle of that EC defense. Uh, not much there. And uh, I think the Trojans have kind of figured out what Harrison wants to do offensively, and wasn't really any secret. Mason Young's their go-to guy. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 true of form, as we saw in the statistics that they gave us, uh, he's involved in, what, 90% or more of their offensive plays, either running or throwing. Third and eight from the EC 38. Peak in motion. They're looking for a screen. Nice job. Blank catches it about two yards behind the line of scrimmage and is able to race forward to get about a yard. 
So not a not a bad play design, but the execution is not quite there. East Central defense is so quick. Uh, Morrisburg tried to run that a couple times last week uh, without any success at all because those people on the outside, the linebackers, safeties, corners, just close so quickly that there's just no place to run. It's not not like you just got to beat one guy. You got to beat three guys. Two-yard gain on that third down play, and I think you're going to see Harrison take a timeout here to think about this fourth and six with the play clock running down. Three, two, one, and there's your timeout from Harrison. So we will step away for a short 30-second break while the Harrison offense figures out what they want to run on this upcoming fourth and six. High school football in Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. At DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsburn Rising Sun, we want to make your visit as convenient and easy as possible by offering you convenient ways to refill your prescriptions without waiting for them at the counter. Call us ahead of your arrival with your prescription numbers so we can have them ready when you arrive. You can visit our website at DeVillePharmacies.com or download our free app where you can reorder refills at any time of the day or night. DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsburn Rising Sun want to make your visit to the pharmacy as seamless as possible. DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsburn Rising Sun, your family's hometown pharmacy. Hey, it's Jeremy from Eagle Country 99.3. Who are you working with? If you're not working and hanging out with me, I'm highly offended. Working with you, 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Trojan Field, where the East Central Trojans lead at 21 nothing over Harrison. A fourth and six upcoming. A reminder that... Kellen Dalio, the sophomore starting center for Harrison out of the game. Cam Wong has replaced him as Harrison Goldford on fourth and oh, six. God, God. Mason Young loading up a pass to the end zone. And it is broken up by Jack Rainier. And that ball looked like it was intended. Ben Smith. And that will be a turnover on downs. He rolled to his left. And then planted his foot and threw it back. He was running to the left and threw it all the way down into the end zone on the right side. Um, it was pretty well covered. Score update from Lawrenceburg and Taylor. The Yellow Jackets had it down on the two-yard line, turned it over. Lawrenceburg goes deep for a 98-yard score, and they lead Taylor 6 nothing with 4.44 left in the first quarter. That's the uh, battle of Route 50. This is the battle of I-74. And it's been all Trojans thus far. Merton hands it off to Omer. He was a uh, hard runner getting straight downhill. He'll uh, take that out to the 35-yard line for a five-yard gain. That's it. The offensive line for the Trojans is doing a real nice job right now for Omer. Gave him four officially, setting up a second and six. Going deep deep. to Ryan Brotherton. Is he out of bounds? And he bobbled the ball at the Harrison 35. Would have been a big gainer. Nice throw from Cole Burton. Perfect. He he, uh, he was able to get behind the defender two or three steps, and Burton put it right on the money. But he was he he caught the ball, but it was not in play. He finally gathered himself and gathered the gathered ball in. Got to get uh, at least one foot down. Yep. With possession of the ball, we're going out of bounds. Here's a score that uh, will interest East Central fans. Ron Colley, 27, Franklin Central, 10. Tried to go for a quick hitter to Nate Using. That's going to bring up a fourth and six. 
from the from East Central's own 34. So the punt team is going to come on. We're going to see Sam Ringer. He passed for a first down the last uh, yeah. time he was out on the field offensively. Now, Harrison can uh, can get some pretty good field position. I don't. I can't imagine them not. There's no nobody back. Sam Ringer boots it. High kick. It'll take a bounce at the 30-yard line. It'll take a Trojans bounce down inside the 20. It keeps rolling. <laughs> Gunners trying to wave it down to the 18-yard line, and they do it successfully. As it will be an uphill climb for this Harrison offense yet again, starting at their own 18-yard line. What's that sport? Uh, they take it, broom and curling. Curling. It looked like he had some <laughs> curling in him out there trying to get that ball to go. Are you surprised a I knew that? No, I think I, I depend on you to know stuff that, that doesn't matter. <laughs> That's what I'm pretty good at. I'll tell you that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Curling. Yeah. Four wide receivers, three to the left. Young's going to run the QB draw. He has wrestled down near the line of scrimmage. I believe that was 67, Lewis Gregg. The timeout from East Central. He thinks they got a uh, pretty decent shot at getting the ball back before halftime with 2.25 left on the clock. It is a 21-0 lead for the Trojans. And we've seen this year so far in the, uh, you know, six quarters that they've played, when they get really good field position, they take advantage of it. It's yeah, going to be do. a touchdown. Yep. And they don't even have to get a touchdown. If, if they get it down there inside the, say, 25, you've got a shot at the field goal. Absolutely. So, Sophie Browndike, one of the uh, best kickers in the area. You can say the same for Grant Swope for Harrison. Uh, he's got a heck of a leg. He just They haven't been anywhere near field goal territory tonight. Watching him in pregame, he was knocking him down from, like, downtown. Uh, it was ridiculous. So the second and ten upcoming for Harrison. Ball is on their own 18-yard line. It has really been the Mason Young show tonight. We've seen a little uh, flashes from Nathan Blank and uh, Gavin Moore. It's kind of the uh, big three for Harrison, per se. Two wide receivers to the left. Play action. Moore wanted to throw it. Will throw it. And uh, he was looking for... Number nine, that is Luke Rogers. He had the big game last week with three receptions, 125 yards, and a touchdown. Chucky said the touchdown was a 97-yarder. Yep. But most of his damage on one play. But, uh, we have not seen Luke get his hands on the ball tonight. Another one of those sophomores, uh, we talked about that a little bit early in the game. Uh, Harrison, talented team, got some young players in some big spots. And maybe that's showing a little bit here tonight. 21-0 on the scoreboard as Young fumbled the ball. Not sure who got it. A lot of guys in the vicinity. East Central thinks they have it. And they do. From Mason Young. Jake Blake was the man to recover the fumble. 
in this situation in the past, off a turnover this close, they will throw. They have thrown that fade route back corner of the end zone. Let's see if they go to that. Yeah, and watch out for uh, something involving Eli Aston. As uh, actually, it does look like Eli's going to come out. Going to run the as Wildcat the, as the quarterback with the Wildcat. Hardy has a rushing touchdown tonight from this position. But does have Omer to the left. They got everybody at the right side. This time Omer gets it, and he's going to run it in from 14 out. Touchdown, Trojan, Trey Omer. Filling in for the injured Josh Ringer, and he has a 14-yard touchdown to increase the lead to 27-0. They, they went to Elephant. That's the extra lineman in there. And they brought in, a, they put their, uh, like, a plug back on the right side. They simply outnumbered it. I mean, I, I couldn't believe they didn't call timeout and go, wait a minute, this ain't going to write. <laughs> I mean. And the the, uh, the plug man, as we've been calling yeah. him for two weeks, Grant Ertle, leading the way. High snap. Roundike. Locks it through. 4-4 four four on PATs. East Central leads it 28-0 with 2.06 left. In the first half, we're back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. The Ford Expedition is the ultimate family road trip vehicle, and before you know it, those summer vacations will be upon us. Heck Ford has a great selection of 2020 Expeditions to put you and your family on the road in style and at a great price, too. Right now, we are offering customers an additional $2,000 discount on our in-stock 2020 Expeditions, along with our lifetime oil change and tire rotation program. Check out all of our expeditions at HagFordSales.com. Hagford, we are the difference. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Central High School alongside Chuck Thomas. I'm Double T Travis there. All Trojans here in the first half leading 28-0. A one-play drive, 14-yard touchdown from Trey Omer. Quick drive summary, a service of Sieg Surveying. Learn more about their services at sieglandsurveying.com. 2.06 to play here in the first half. A couple turnovers from Harrison. Sam Ringer with an interception earlier. Set up a touchdown and then a fumble recovery by Jake Blake on that last instance, setting up another touchdown. Notice that they're kicking from the left hash. Um, their left, East Central's left hash. I haven't seen them do that. Roundike's kick is away, and it's a huge kick. And, whoa, tough catch made around the 31-yard line. That is defensive end Aiden McKendrick. He didn't didn't think he he was going to be in that situation. And he didn't look real comfortable. (laughs) He did not look comfortable. He saw that thing coming down. If you're not used to getting it, that, that can make you nervous. Harrison start this drive at their own 32. This is their seventh drive of the first half. They've had a couple of three and outs, turnover on down, the punt, an INT, and a fumble. So, do they have, uh, I believe they've got uh, Gavin Moore at the uh, running back position, quarterback. Yep, they also have a couple guys stacked here on the left side, including quarterback Mason Young. Nice run. Moore's going to get the edge. Running around the left, he's knocked out of bounds here on the East Central sideline, but a good positive gain on first down. And really for Harrison, uh, the main objective of this drive may just be to keep the ball away from the Trojans, who already have a four-touchdown lead. Well, they got Mason Young is out. 
He's, they're stacking him down here on the uh, left side of the field, just letting Moore uh, kind of get his turn at running that what is essentially a quarterback draw. I don't even know if it, you call it. I mean, everybody knows where it's going to go. He's just going to – it's like a power play. They got uh, a plug over on the right. They got three wide. He can throw the ball. They gave him a first down there. He got three yards. He he can walk. He can throw the ball, too. Moore almost wrestled down by Hunter Stones in the backfield. The tackle eventually made by Caleb Mergenthal. Looks like maybe they might want to take a little time off the clock. Yeah, yeah. Trying to run it, you know. No gain there on first down. The secondary of uh, East Central 15, 20 yards out. Moore, another straightforward run, and no gain there as well. Yeah, I thought they, they should have taken more time off the clock. They're running their offense real quick. Now, they're going to, with any kind of run back, uh, somebody's hurt over there. Is that the uh, the center that they had to call an ambulance? We do have a ambulance on the far sideline, on the Harrison sideline. I haven't seen anybody else get hurt. We did um, mention Kellen Dalio being helped off the field earlier. Um, didn't look like it was maybe too super serious at the time. Uh, no, it didn't. We're just speculating at this point. But as for uh, Josh Ringer, who injured his left ankle earlier uh, today, he is being taken off on a cart right now. Third and ten from their own 42. Moore back in there at quarterback. We have a flag on the play as Moore's trying to keep it alive. And he's going to get sacked three East Central Trojans in the vicinity. I think there was a holding out here. Jake Blake gets the uh, official sack there. We do have a holding, which is declined. And that's going to set up a fourth down. There is a minute five left in the first half. East Central will get the ball out of halftime as they deferred after winning the corn toss. And they've won at every level here tonight, even the coin toss, Chuck. Yeah, they've got a good streak going. I wonder if they're going to set up a return or they're going to try to block this. The... uh, formation that Harrison uses the, the punter is not too far back well we're getting uh, dangerously close to that uh, running clock rule Yep. in the second half and maybe the uh, Trojans aware of that Eli Aston will be out there as the return man. He's not got his hands on a punt return here tonight. Mason Young has moved back a little bit. That gives me the impression that he's going. Fourth and 18 from their own 34. Mason Young's on his own 22. They're coming. They're going to try to block it. He gets it away. Just barely. And Aston Uh-oh. tries to pick up the grounder. And he does get it. Goes all the way back to about the 15-yard line. 
makes a couple guys miss, makes a couple more miss. <laughs> and that was a lot of excitement for uh, maybe about five or ten yards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he certainly has uh, an assortment of moves. I, oh. You're never sure if he's going to go down. I, what a, a, a little shake and bake there. I think three guys had opportunities at him. So East Central will get the ball at their own 25. 52 seconds left in the game, rounding up. They'd like to go about 45 yards, you think? They do have one timeout remaining. And we've seen Cole Burton make some throws down the field. This time they'll hand it off to Omer. He's got a big hole and gets it out close to the 40-yard line. About a 13-yard gain. So Homer has uh, really shown that he's capable of and, uh, almost intercepted. Looks like Jax Browning was the first one there. <laughs> if that ball somehow gets through and Eli Aston catches it, he's off to the races. Yep. Second and 10, 36 seconds left. Trojans holding on to that timeout. Of course, on first downs, we'll stop the clock to move the chains. Using in there at wide out. Aston, Brotherton, or wide, actually. Looks like Gindling was out there. Using breaks the tackle. He's into the open field. He might take it all the way. He's at the 10, the 5, the touchdown! Nate Using 61-yard touchdown on a simple little screen. What a play. Just a five-yard flick out there. Burton put it right on the money. Then he made a one-man miss. He's on the left side. Just a five-yard pass that turns into a monster touchdown. Once he got in the open field, there was no catching him. Round Dyke now five for five on extra points. And East Central leading it 35 to nothing with 23.3 seconds left in the half. So we will keep it right here with halftime right around the corner. That was just a three-play drive going 75 yards in the blink of an eye. And the Trojans hold a 35-0 lead over Harrison. It is not looking like it's going to be a fun bus ride the 11 miles back to Harrison. Fortunately, it's a short one, though. You know? <laughs> not too bad. It's going to be a quiet one. Oh, yeah. I've had uh, many of rides from uh, St. Leon back to Lawrenceburg back in the day that were uh, pretty quiet in various sports. Thank you very much. What a performance, uh, not only last week for me, Central, but maybe even more so this week. We go back to the speed element, both defensively, the receivers. Um, I mean, Omar's come in, and he shows some speed as well. I, 
offensive line is doing a great job. I mean, you got it just clicking on all cylinders right now. If you go back to 2018, that was uh, the largest margin of victory in recent memory. A 49-17 win for East Central as uh, that ball hooched again, but it is going to roll out of bounds. There's going to be flag thrown there. We'll see if Harrison just takes the ball. I had a friend on the saw him down at one of the local establishments and we got to talking and he said East Central will win this by four touchdowns and I said well that's usually not the case but he hit it on the money looking pretty good right now Harrison will get the ball with what's going to end up being their best field position to start a drive uh, bad news for him is they're down 35 points, and there's only 23 seconds left in the half with no timeouts. I think they'll just put a knee on it. And I think so. Mercifully take it into the half, and that is what they will do. So a dominant first half for the East Central Trojans. And the home fans feeling good here tonight as the Battle of I-74 has been lopsided thus far. EC will lead it 35 nothing going into the locker room. We'll be back with the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. A timely word with Pastor David Vaughn. I heard about a burglar that entered a house one night and began making his way around the various rooms stealing stuff. All of a sudden, he heard a voice say to him, Jesus will get you for stealing. Well, the man stopped, turned on his flashlight, and to his amazement, he saw a parrot in a cage in the corner of the room. And the parrot repeated the phrase, Jesus will get you for stealing. Oh, he laughed and put the, what he had stolen in his pocket. And about that time, he heard a large dog growl and turned on his flashlight again. Standing there was a Doberman ready to attack. And the burglar heard the parrot say, get him, Jesus. No matter what sin you've committed or are committing right now, Jesus doesn't want to attack you. He wants to love you and forgive you. The Holy Hound of Heaven is on an all-out search for you. We are, too. A timely word with Pastor David Vaughn, brought to you daily by Steve. VP and Sunoco and Whitewater Crossing Christian Church, providing help and hope on Route 128 in Cleves since 2007. Join us for a service sometime soon. Check us out, whitewatercrossing.org. It's about heart. It's what makes that precious or semi-precious stone sparkle brilliantly. It's what makes that gold, rose gold, platinum, or laser-cut sterling silver gleam even more. It's what makes that Seiko watch timeless. That secret ingredient is no secret to Infinity Jewelers on Walnut Street in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Whether it's an engagement, anniversary, or a surprise gift, a truly local jeweler with in-house finance options, payment plans, and even gifts under $100. Make infinite memories with Infinity Jewelers in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Did you know that DeVille Pharmacies has a certified mastectomy fitter on staff? Are you or someone you know in need of mastectomy products? If you need a first-time fitting or just want the convenience of a local provider for all your mastectomy needs, you can count on the caring staff at DeVille Pharmacies. You will feel at ease with a professional fitter that understands your concerns as well as all your needs. Give DeVille Pharmacies a call at 812-432-5684 to schedule an appointment today. DeVille Pharmacies, your family's hometown pharmacy. 
Hi, this is Kayla with Stacy Heating and Air Solutions. How can I help you? Wait, am I on the phone? I thought this was a radio commercial. This is a radio commercial. But when you call Stacy Heating and Air Solutions, not only will I answer the phone, I'll also guide you through all of your TempStar HVAC needs from start to finish. Whether it's a new TempStar unit or a simple repair, when you call Stacy Heating and Air Solutions, expect outstanding service with TempStar quality you can feel. 513-367-HEAT. That's 367-HEAT. Or at 367-HEAT.com. Lawrenceburg's Getting Back to Basics for a tradition renewed. The Fall Music Fest presented by Civis DeVance. Friday, September 24th and Saturday, September 25th at Lawrenceburg Civic Park. It's two nights filled with free music from Wanted DOA, Ultimate Aldine, The Atomic Punks, and Parmalee. She feels like Caroline. Don't miss Academy of Country Music Award nominated Parmalee. I love you just the way God made you. Lawrenceburg Fall Music Fest, September 24th and 25th at Lawrenceburg Civic Park. Discover Lawrenceburg, a city on the rise at downtownlawrenceburg.com. CASA's mission is to empower Dearborn County citizens to choose safe and healthy choices, free from harms of alcohol and other drugs. As we adjust to being healthy at home, it is an appropriate time to dig into our eight dimensions of wellness. Wellness is the presence of optimal physical and behavioral health, a purpose in life, healthy relationships, and overall happiness. Join CASA to promote wellness by motivating individuals, organizations, and our community to take action for an improved quality of life. Visit Dearborn County Hey, it's Ron Brio, and we will honor the old storyteller, Tom T. Hall, tomorrow morning. The Golden Eagle Saturday morning, powered by DeVille Pharmacy, 7 until 10, only on Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan, pre- or excuse me, halftime show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. I know Harrison would like us to go back to the pregame show because it has been all Trojans here at Trojan Field, 35 nil at halftime. Just impressive in all phases again for EC Week Two. Absolutely, um, uh, you know to, to to watch. They they sort of got stymied uh, with the loss of their star running back mm. in that one series, but then quickly uh, revived, came back, threw the ball, found out wh- other ways to run it, and uh, hey, Omer he come in and played really nice. They had some great runs, and uh, he runs downhill and with a vengeance. Uh, if you get a chance to come out to an East Central game, uh, you're going to be impressed by the way he runs the ball. But uh, let's uh, take a checkup of our Hagford keys to the game. We said there were two people, both coaches alluded to it, that had to stop. Uh, for for uh, Harrison, they had to stop Ringer, which they really didn't do. Uh, I mean, he was cruising along until he, he uh, injured ankle. Um, and then they found other ways to score. And, and Eli... That kid, every time I see him, I'm more and more impressed with Absolutely. him. Absolutely. And they're using him in all kinds of different ways, passes, the running, uh, wildcat. That's pretty smart on their part. Um, and then on the other, uh, East Central had to stop uh, Young, who, who is a, a great quarterback. I think I've watched a little, a little bit here last year. Uh, he's a heck of a quarterback, and they controlled him pretty well. He had a, a couple runs, one really big run. But other than that, uh, uh, has not done much. And uh, – they haven't had, you know, they haven't had that long catch for big yardage, and, and you think they would, you almost think you'd get one uh, or two of those a half anyway. But yeah, the explosive plays haven't yeah, been there for Harrison. Uh, credit to the uh, Trojans' defense, but a couple of three and outs. They've turned the ball over on downs once, uh, a couple punts, and then two turnovers. That was a part of uh, the keys as well, yep. which is a key in every football game. Yep, that and penalties, and they had those also. Um, hey. Yeah, every time I look at East Central, they seem better than I thought they would be. So, um, 
that rating we were talking about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that molar game, see how that goes, and uh, then I'll let you know where I got, you know, with that rating. But yeah. I, I do think by the end of the year, here you go, here again, no injuries. Speaking of, but uh, by the end of the year, this team has has an opportunity to be really, really good. I mean, really good. I think with the speed that they have and uh, the aggressiveness. I can't find any weaknesses. Uh, not yet. You know what I mean? Uh, linebackers, linemen, both offensively and defensively. Um, defensive secondary is awfully good. I mean, maybe maybe as good as I've seen in a long while on a central team. Uh, but you know, they're at at I can't find a thing negative about this. Uh, so far, through six quarters, it's hard to find a way to attack this team. Yes. And, uh, kudos to Coach Miners, his coaching staff, and uh, the preparation in the offseason. Um, these kids, the way they've worked, uh, they've been phenomenal thus far. All, their, all the coaches have done a great job. The play calling, I think, has been excellent so far. Uh, uh, Coach Maxwell stepped in uh, as an offensive line coach, and I, I think they have really done a lot better than I, than I thought. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, coaching, A, running back, A, A, yeah, I, I, what do you, A, 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 down the line. I, uh, I would have loved to coach the team. Like, I probably screwed them up, but that, <laughs> I still would like to have that kind of talent. Absolutely. And, uh, well, the Trojans getting a bunch of A's in the hack forward keys to the game. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand new Ford today, HagFordSales.com. Got to take a check of the Ivy Tech Community College stats report. It's going to be one, one-sided for the Trojans. Yeah, uh, we'll kind of give a comparison as we go down there. Obviously, score 35 nothing one side. First downs, 11 for EC, uh, 7 for Harrison, which points out how quickly they're scoring. You know, they're not taking a lot of time. Rushing yards, 18 for 117 for EC. 25 for 65 yards for Harrison. Passing for EC, they're 6 for 11 for 166 yards. Harrison's 4 for 11 uh, for 18 yards. Total offensive uh, yards, 283 for East Central, 83 for Harrison. Um, we go down here and look at some individuals. Palmer's come in, uh, 11, 11 carries for 60 yards, 1 TD, ringer. Three, three carries before he left, 38 yards, and a uh, touchdown. Ernest Grant, uh, Ernest, uh, man, did he look like a man when he ran that ball behind that line? Absolutely. One carry, 13 yards. Uh, and Eli Austin, uh, one one run for four yards on, from rushing. Uh, if, if Harrison Wildcats, Gavin uh, has come up. Gavin uh, uh, Moore has come up with nine, 18 yards. Uh, Mason Young. 16 carries for 47 yards. Passing, Burton, 5 for 10, 153 yards, two touchdowns. That's a pretty good night. And then Sam Ringer, Ringer the, the all-does-everything guy, yeah, he does. he's one for one for 13 yards. Things that a, a pretty mean uh, national anthem. Yes, he does. You want to talk about that later? Because I thought that was pretty Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Passing, uh, Mason Young uh, is 4 for 11, as we mentioned, 18 yards, no touchdowns. Receiving Eli Austin, three catches for 79 yards, one touchdown, that big 48-yarder. Uh, Nate uh, Rissing, uh, two catches, 74 yards, uh, one touchdown. And Josh Ringer, where he left, had one catch for 13 yards. Receiving Nathan Blank for Harrison, three catches, 16 yards. Gavin Moore, one for two yards. Uh, that pretty much is, is, is the 
nuts and bolts to the offense. I can give you some other things. If you want. I mean, third bound conversions, but nobody listens to that. <laughs> All right, we're done with the Ivy Tech Community <laughs> College stats report for now. Campus is conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville, ivytech.edu. Is there a uh, player or two that is a uh, that stood out to you in the first half that uh, maybe leader in the clubhouse in terms of a star of the game. There's kind of been a lot of guys uh, getting involved for uh, East Central both offensively and defensively. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, uh, Eli, <laughs> he, he makes everything exciting. He only ran that one about eight yards. Yeah, that was one of the exciting parts of the game. Right, left, he misses, makes this guy miss. Uh, but uh, what? I mean, every time he touches it, it's uh, electric. It's, uh, it's exciting. Uh, he, and he looks like he's in a video game when he's out there with all the uh, cuts and jukes uh, that he uh, puts on on a uh, nightly basis, uh, apparently, because we saw him star last week against Lawrenceburg. Uh, speaking of which, we'll run down some uh, scores from other games in the area. At last check, uh, Lawrenceburg's had a little tough go uh, against Taylor, just leading six to nothing after the uh, first quarter. Uh, it was a 98-yard touchdown pass. Garrett Yunes died. Patel, but uh, this Taylor team, uh, giving the Tigers some fits. Every now and then, Taylor comes up with a pretty good team. They're always usually pretty physical. Um, I'm not concerned. I, well, I guess I am a little bit, because I thought Lawrenceburg would be a ju- juggernaut on, on offense. I just think, uh, you know, I thought they would score against anybody. They may not win, but I, I thought their offense would uh, score more points, and I, you know, I don't know what's happening. Uh, wouldn't even hazard a guess, but I think uh, most everybody, and you, you're a Lawrenceburg boy, didn't you think they'd be putting some points up? I think they still will, uh, maybe trying to find their footing um, early this year. While they brought back a ton of players, they did lose some significant players on offense with Adam Bird, Dakota yeah. Roth. Uh, those guys uh, were helpful uh, yeah. taking attention away from uh, the likes of Aiden Gilmore and Daya Patel. So uh, I think they're going to figure it out. And- I do, too. I, I really think... Uh- and I said this, I, I think they're going to they'll go into the sectional having only lost one game, and I think they'll win the sectional. Uh, uh, Brownstown, Coach May does a great job down there, but I just I like Lawrenceburg. I like I like the coaching. I like their uh, players. Uh, I just think they're going to be pretty good, but I think they're getting off to a slow start. I guess uh, that's what I'm sure saying. Sure are. Uh, they will play Milan next week, and the Milan Indians locked up at halftime at last check with Batesville, nil-nil. You look at that Indian team. Now they got out of that conference, and they went out. And I don't know if they couldn't find anybody else, but they're out there scheduling three A teams every week. Lawrenceburg. Uh, I mean, Rushville's not a juggernaut. Don't get me wrong, but it's still a three A team. Yep. And uh, you know, if they can come through this, they'll be tourna- uh, tournament tested. Now they are. They were ranked uh, in this last one by one of the polls, thirteenth thir- and uh, North Decatur. Their nemesis. Yep. That's the. Um, Monkey, they have not been able to get off their back the uh, last couple of years. Yeah, and and they've had opportunities. It could be argued that they, they, well, they definitely could have won mm-hmm. both of those games. Yeah. But give credit to North Dakota, they come around way with two sectional ones. So uh, Milan's defense through six quarters has not allowed a touchdown uh, so far this year. South Dearborn, 19-7, leading at halftime over Madison. Two safeties for the uh, Knights' defense tonight. Yeah, that makes you wonder what uh, what the devil of Madison is thinking. You know, I, I don't, one. Yeah, okay. Two, no. That, that's not acceptable. You know, talk about that baseball team. They're young, but they're pretty good. I mean, they got they're in a couple of years, maybe next year, they're, they're going to be a pretty good team. Nice quarterback in Travis Lecker as well. We'll see him next week as uh, we travel to Aurora. South Dearborn will host the Bulldogs. We'll have that for you next Friday. In the meantime, if uh, you are a South Dearborn fan out there that uh, just so happens to be listening, our sister station, 
Wiki Country 95.3 carrying the South Dearborn Madison game tonight. Uh, we are here at Trojan Field, though, and it has been all EC at the half, 35 nothing over Harrison. Uh, we're going to take another break. We'll come back with some more first half analysis and get you set for second half action from St. Leon. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. I like that it's local and I like that it's cheap. So I went to another university before I came here and everyone's just focused on a bunch of different things like uh, relationships or uh, athletics or the college experience. Everyone here is just focused on, on academics and you don't have to pay a lot of money uh, to do that. So it's been really great. I'm Chris and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. Wardway Fuels has been dedicated to your warmth and comfort for 40 years. Their showroom displays a cool selection of gas logs and fireplaces. You can modernize your gas fireplace with a new screen, door, or closure. Their experienced technicians can keep your gas fireplace burning safely with service cleanings and repairs too. Wardway Fuels, your experts on grills, pools, heating oil, and propane. They serve here locally and on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown with the sign that's easy to find. Wardway.com Your family's hometown pharmacy DeVille If you have a typical family, at least one member will get poison ivy, oak, or sumac this year. When you are outside, take precautions and have a pre-exposure product and a post-exposure product on hand. Be sure to stop in and DeVille Pharmacies will help you stay itch-free this year. Your family's hometown pharmacy, DeVille Pharmacies. At Margaret Mary Health, we believe prevention and early detection are key in the fight against breast cancer. That's why we recommend all women receive mammograms yearly, starting at the age of 40. When it comes to technology, we offer advanced 3D mammography to our patients. If you can't afford a mammogram or your insurance doesn't cover it, financial assistance is available thanks to the funding from the Indiana Breast Cancer Awareness Trust. To find out if you qualify, call us at 812-933-5583. 812-933-5583. The Ford Expedition is the ultimate family road trip vehicle. And before you know it, those summer vacations will be upon us. Heck Ford has a great selection of 2020 expeditions to put you and your family on the road in style and at a great price too. Right now we are offering customers an additional $2,000 discount on our in-stock 2020 expeditions along with our lifetime oil change and tire rotation program. Check out all of our expeditions at HegFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Hi, I'm Jim Scott, a golfer, weekend warrior, runner, and lover of just about any sporting activity. And occasionally, I find myself in pain. Then, I turn to Beacon. Beacon Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. My latest? Well, I tried to grip it and rip it. Ouch! Ripped my meniscus. Living in Dearborn County, I'm fortunate enough to be 10 minutes away from my friend, Dr. David Argo, at Beacon Orthopedic Lawrenceburg. Dr. Argo repaired it. I'll be fine. Looking for a new golf swing. A timely word with Pastor David Vaughn. I heard about a man who went to the doctor for a checkup, and the doctor told him that he only had six months to live. Is there anything I can do? The man asked. Yes, the doctor said. I want you to marry a widow with 12 kids, buy a hog farm with 500 hogs, and find a church that will ordain you and let you serve as a minister. Well, that make me live a little longer, the man asked. No, the doctor said. But it will be the longest six months you ever ever lived. Boy, it's tough to do life right now with COVID and all the things going on, and six months seems like six years. But keep your faith and your trust in God. He is in control, even though the world is out of control. We'd love to help you at Whitewater Crossing with these kinds of things. 
is David Vaughn with another timely word. A timely word with Pastor David Vaughn, brought to you daily by Crimer's Beer House and Whitewater Crossing Church, providing help and hope on Route 128 in Cleves since 2007. Join us for a service sometime soon. Check us out, whitewatercrossing.org. And folks, it's just that simple. Cars and trucks, cheaper in Milan at the Tom T.P. Auto Center. Proudly broadcasting from the Tom T.P. Auto Center studios. Thank you for listening to WSCH, Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Greendale, Harrison, Hebron, and Hidden Valley. Your hometown radio station for 50 years. Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan Halftime Show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Alongside Chuck Thomas, I'm Double T Travis. They're live at Trojan Field. The Battle of I-74 has been all EC thus far, 35 nothing at the half. We're just about two minutes away from second half action, and we will have a running clock here in the second half. Including uh, Harrison listeners out there in the state of Indiana. This was passed just a couple of seasons ago. Anytime a team has a 35-point lead in the second half, running clock and it will not revert back to the original clock so the second half going to go by pretty fast here chuck and for the uh, trojans fans um, they're feeling pretty good uh, 35 nothing lead and uh, maybe ready to get across the street to skyline though which we just enjoyed oh, yeah. up here in the press box uh, kudos to the athletic department here they always uh, treat us real well yeah they yeah and Mr. Didden is over there the owner of the, the yes, places sir. he always takes care of it. he's a he's a great guy and this is a yeah, I I always stop and get some to eat. Of course, I even when I'm going past there for no reason, I stop. At least the Coney. <laughs> right, yeah. You can't pass it up. It's uh, always skyline time here in St. Leon, and it's uh, almost second half time. Now, East Central's got the 35-0 lead. Uh, we learned that uh, Josh Ringer has a uh, severely sprained ankle, so uh, we think it's going to be uh, something that is going to keep him out maybe for uh, – you know, a couple weeks, maybe more. We don't know that exactly yet. But Trey Omer has stepped in uh, to play the uh, lead role as a tailback, and uh, he has done quite well. Yeah, and uh, they have people that can back him. I mean, they talked about uh, uh, Ringer's brother coming in and, and running the ball. He could Sam. He can yeah. might as well. He quarterback and he can do everything else. Uh, he could come in. Uh, they have. Uh, one of the things that the Trojans have is that most pit teams of, in our area don't have – they got a lot of backups that are pretty good. I mean, yeah. they, they'd be playing for a lot of teams in our conference. Yeah, um, here at East Central with the numbers that they have and the talent, uh, they are able to be a true two-for-two two team. That is something that we saw last week take a toll on the Tigers. They wore out Lawrenceburg last week because a lot of those boys for the Tigers had to play both sides. So. Uh, East Central again uh, having a beautiful night here at Trojan Field, and that has happened uh, to the Tigers what last three or four years. Uh, they've they've been able to beat the half of most parts. And uh, and think about it, uh, if you're two platooning, that means every day you're practicing offense and defense. Most of the teams have to divide their people up. You know, they're playing halftime offense, halftime, so they're they're getting uh, twice as much uh, practice time. Yeah. And uh, Harrison is a uh, two platoon team as well, but uh, they've had some struggles on offense tonight. They uh, racked up over 300 yards of total offense last week against Wyoming, but a different test here tonight against East Central, and uh, it's been tough sledding all night. Uh, they've barely gotten the ball into East Central territory. That's how good the Trojans' defense has been. Yeah, and they, and they uh, I'm impressed with their quickness. I mean, and it's, as I said, I don't kind of beat the dead horse, I guess, but 
Uh, I mean, it's at every position, uh, offensively and defensively. They're, they're just very quick. They get to the ball. They anticipate well. I mean, uh, they're an excellent football team right now. And, uh, well on their way to starting off the season 2-0. and They do have uh, Cincinnati Mola on the schedule uh, next week. Another uh, nice test early on this season for EC. And then uh, at Franklin County the following week just to uh, take a look at their uh, next couple of matchups. A couple score updates to get you um, here before we get second half action underway. Lawrenceburg has extended their lead against Taylor 13-3 nearing halftime. And Batesville trailing Milan 3-0 entering the fourth quarter. Uh, What a battle that has been uh, thus far between those two Ripley County teams. Yeah, that's uh, that's a that's a hard fought contest. That's a, that's a pretty good rivalry uh, as of late too. So we are getting set for second half action. Harrison will kick off. DC won the coin toss earlier. Deferred to the second half. And, uh, have a uh, chance to come out and extend their lead right off the bat. But as soon as that ball is kicked. We are going to have a running clock here in the second half. That is going to be a a little pooch kick. And uh, nearly recovered by Harrison, but the ball trickles out of bounds. That was a great uh, pass. I I thought here again they came over to the uh, left hash and kicked it over to the right hash. There was nobody there either. So a good idea. It just didn't work. We've seen a uh, couple similar kickoffs from East Central, so I think that's something we might see uh, throughout the season from a lot of area teams. That's going to set up EC with some good starting field position. And it does look like the starters are going to be coming back out with that uh, 35-0 lead. Clock is running. We'll probably see them for a quarter of it, and then I think Start from their own 35, Cole Burton, flanked by Trey Omer in the backfield, and Trey's going to get the carry, and he shoots out of a cannon out past the 40-yard line. That offensive line is just taking complete complete control of the line of scrimmage. Give him eight yards there. He runs behind Casey McQueen and Shrek Snyder. Uh, yes, that is an official nickname. Uh, we got that from the four senior captains on their edition of Crunch Time. You can go back and listen to that now over at EagleCountryOnline.com or maybe later after the game, I guess is probably the better way to put it. Three wide receivers here for Burton. Homer's going to get it again. Nice move. Gets it out past midfield. That's going to take it down to the 48-yard line. About nine yards. And a first down. Trey Omer has really kind of put his name on on the uh, marquee here tonight as uh, after Josh Ringer went out with an injury. Josh is out there in his uh, athletic shorts, hanging out on the sideline with his teammates as Omer gets it again. It's going to be about six or seven yard gain on first down. He is feeling really comfortable out there, and you can just tell the difference. That first uh, first series, yeah, 
going out there, the lights on, people cheering. <laughs> Feeling at home out there now. And the one thing about Trey Omer is when he gets the ball, there's no cutting side to side. He is a vertical downhill runner. As he just finds a hole and gets about two yards. Going to get it close to the yard to gain marker, so it'll be a third and short upcoming for this EC offense. They're going to go back to Ernst. That front line is pushing people back. If they go into the I formation, Ertl's probably going to get it, and that's uh, the formation they come out with. So Ertl, he is a big boy, too. Yep. He will get it again, and then we'll fight forward down to the 35. He's still fighting. Legs are churning. Big pile there, and then the EC offense pushes him down to about the 28-yard line. 10 or 11 yards, first down. I always find the uh, fullback dive a very interesting play because he doesn't have much time to get going from the time of the snap and uh, turn around getting the ball, but... He just keeps those legs churning. I'd be interested to see what he squats because uh, he's moving a lot of bodies there. And give credit to that offensive line too because they're pushing, just pushing people. And they got a Harrison got a 300 pounder in there, and uh, they were still able to push people back. Pistol formation. Homer runs it to the left, and Jax Browning just made a touchdown saving tackle right near the first down marker. I do believe they're going to give him the 10 yards. All right, we'll call him nine and a half. That's 99 <laughs> yards. He's about to go with the century mark on his next carry, I think. Player down. And uh, the Harrison team immediately took a knee. And the clock will stop, stop on yeah, the injury. It's going to stop on an injury. And we cannot see who that is as of right now on the uh, far sideline. You know, we've seen a little power today, but they didn't run uh, all last week. They didn't run their usual power with their pulling their guard and another back back there. Not one time did they do that last, last week. Well, injury timeouts are presented by Beacon Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Find them in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Visit them online at beaconortho.com. We will step aside for a brief break. During this injury timeout, it is 35-0. Trojans leading the Wildcats with 7.46 left in the third quarter. High school football in Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Your family's hometown pharmacy. over 50? Have you had chicken pox? If you answered yes to both of these questions, you may be eligible to receive a vaccine to prevent shingles. Ask our pharmacists about how to get your vaccine today. DeVille Pharmacies, Dillsborough and Rising Sun, your family's hometown pharmacy. Your family's hometown pharmacy. Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master geothermal systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com and leave the digging to the professionals at Gehring. We're back here at Trojan Field. Second and one 
from the Harrison 23. Cole Burton is going to keep it. And there is nobody on that side of the field. Cole's going to take it in for a 23-yard touchdown. Camper increasing the lead to 41-0. Nice design on that quarterback read. Maybe better vision from Burton to keep it. This is... uh, They had everybody on... On uh, Omer. Omer going over that left tackle, and he just kept a good call by the uh, coaching staff, offensive people. EAT right down the middle. Sophie Browndike increases the lead to 42 to nothing. What a performance thus far from the Trojans. We'll step aside for a quick 30 second break. Back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. School is back, and so are we. At Ivy Tech, you can take classes on campus, online, or stream them live from wherever your busy schedule takes you. Apply for free at ivytech.edu and start classes on October 20th. We're on campus and ready for you. Hey, it's Jeremy working with you. 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Seven plays, 65 yards, capped off by a 23-yard touchdown run from Cole Burton. East Central leads it 42-0, 6.49 left in the third quarter. Uh, we do want to update you. It was Jax Browning that was the uh, player injured uh, before that touchdown. Uh, he did uh, look like he walked off the field under his own power, so uh, that certainly looked good from our vantage point. But uh, I don't know if we're going to see Jax out there uh the rest of this night with the uh, way the score is. You know, uh, if, if you're on the Harrison defense, you probably feel like you've been out there the entire evening with no breaks. Nice kick from Sophie Browndike. Nice high. Fielded at the 10-yard line. And a little running room. And Harrison going to bring nice that job. ball out close to the 35-yard line. Like uh, Kyle Van Horn was the returner there. Is that 83 or did I miss that number? 83, yes, sir. Showed a little speed there, didn't he? Pretty good starting field position, all things considered, for Harrison. They have not had good starting field position tonight. Start on their own 34. Mason Young, quarterback, Reed. He's going to take that around the right side. Nice job there. Good fake. Six or seven yards on first down. Good positive gain for this Harrison offense that has found a big uphill battle here in St. Leon tonight. Not a big a hill as you're going to see at the big eliminator at Gravel Rama this weekend. Mason Young back to pass, flush from the pocket, and he just slides down at the 35, going to take a five-yard loss. There was a host of D.C. defenders in the area. Ethan Grywe was there. Sean Barely. Trent Seven. Lots of people surrounding Three wide receivers, two to the left. Young looking to throw one-on-one. He's got a man. Got Got his uh, jersey touched a little bit as 
The uh, officials missed a pass interference there, or at least a defensive holding. Looked like he had him. <laughs> his hands all over him, didn't it? And you can see the uh, Jersey Tug playing his day up here, but I don't think anybody's going to uh, mind that they didn't throw the flag, especially on this Trojan sideline, as that's going to bring up a fourth and nine. So another three and out from Harrison. They've had two of those tonight. A couple of possessions ending in a punt. Turnover on downs and two turnovers. One fumble lost and an interception. So it'll be back to the drawing board this week for Harrison. I'll tell you what, I don't know if it's next week, but it might be the week after. They got Trotwood Madison coming up on the schedule. That has been a program that has produced some big-time D1 talent in recent years as no return on the punt. They got. They almost always have great speed. They have been uh, contenders for the state. One year, I think they went, went pretty far. When I first got out of college, I coached up in that area. I remember we, cut, we played them, as a matter of fact. What we like to call a uh, pipeline for some major universities, uh, not only in Ohio, but in the region. And EC will come back out the ball on their own 27-yard line. And, uh, yeah, we've got some of the uh, backups in there. Number 47, Logan Schott, a uh, sophomore, gets that carry, positive yards. The uh, quarterback's going to be number nine, Moses Wheat, a sophomore. Three wide receiver set for Wheat. He'll hand it off to Schott again. Uh, might have fumbled the ball. Looks like they're going to call him down after a one-yard gain. Like it's going to be third and five, third and, third and four perhaps. Carson Pazanka checking into the game. We'll still have Connor Reifenberger at wide receiver, three wide here. Another handoff to shot, and he is going to be short of the first down marker. Picking up a couple yards there. That'll bring up fourth down as the clock continues to roll here at Trojan Field, 42-0. A running clock the rest of the way. You see, going to send on the punt unit. good experience for these uh, young backups to get themselves into a varsity game. Bam Ringer punts it away. High kick. Nobody back to return. It'll take a sideways bounce. It will be downed at the 30-yard line. Lawrenceburg leading Taylor 13-6 at halftime. Batesville has taken a nine-point lead in the fourth quarter, 12-3, leading Milan under six minutes to play. At last check, South Dearborn was leading Madison. See South Dearborn and Batesville next week right here. Your hometown radio station. I guess I'll see them. You'll hear them. Nearing a minute to play here in the third quarter. 
Harrison's going to still have their ones out there. Handoff. Actually, oh, the quarterback keeper knocked down in the backfield. Good fake, though. Well, there's still some ones out there for DC's defense as Jake Blake looked like he made the tackle at the line of scrimmage. Under 40 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Just joining us, EC 42, Harrison 0, and off the more. And he'll fight forward. He's had a pretty Six nice yards. Runs hard, doesn't he? Another uh, one of those players that gets downhill quickly. That uh, should be the last play of the third quarter unless Harrison elects to go quick. I don't think they want to go quick. Why'd they stop? Not sure. I wonder if there's a... Well, okay. Now Now they let it run. Now they're showing zeros on the clock. So we believe that's the uh, end of the quarter. So uh, we will step aside for a short break. EC42, Harrison 0. Entering the fourth quarter, you're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. The Ford Expedition is the ultimate family road trip vehicle, and before you know it, those summer vacations will be upon us. Heck Ford has a great selection of 2020 expeditions to put you and your family on the road in style and at a great price, too. Right now, we are offering customers an additional $2,000 discount on our in-stock 2020 expeditions, along with our lifetime oil change and tire rotation program. Check out all of our expeditions at HegFordSales.com. Hagford, we are the difference. Turn it up, son. Hey, it's Ron Briel, and whether your team wins or loses, I'll have your reason to celebrate every workday morning at 8.50, up real early on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Trojan Field. Start of the fourth quarter. It's a third and four for Harrison, and Gavin Moore gets the handoff, runs right off right tackle, and only got not a yard. Maybe stops at the line of scrimmage. As Rosemeyer, Sean Burley in the area. Rosemeyer officially getting the tackle. We'll uh, likely see Harrison just go for it here on fourth and four from their own 37. As they will pitch it to Moore. It's going to be short. And that's going to be a turnover on downs. And and I mentioned earlier in the game, Sam Ringer and the bunch on Crunch Time mentioned they wanted to break the shutout record here at EC. That might be a big reason why you see the first-team defense still out there against Harrison's first-team offense uh, to pre- try to preserve that shutout. And, um, we'll see. Uh, running clock here in the second half. Well, and it... it I think it depends. I think uh, if Harrison goes with their second team offense, I think. You... Yep, you might see the uh, change there. Nice run by Shot. It started uh, vertically and then cut to his right and was able to get close to the first down marker as they uh, started this drive on the Harrison 38. It'll be second and one. 
with the Central second teamers out there getting some varsity action. Three wide receivers, low snap there. Shot's going to get another run at it. And looks like he got about three yards for another first down. left in this contest. Another dominant performance from East Central. And another big test looming next week with Moeller on the schedule. Uh, That's a a fun little series they've uh, got going there. I I mean, it's not the Moeller of old uh, that was like national champs, but they're they uh, have revived their program. They're a lot better this year than they were last year. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, sure, we'll see uh, Josh Ringer would, was healthy next week. I, I can't conceive of him being able to play next week. They'll, I think they'll miss him, but it, it'll be a good experience no matter what. I mean, you get to play good teams and see how you can do. They'll find out if there is any cracks. They'll find them out next week. Well, uh they might find out that they have a really strong one-two punch with Trey Omer uh, carrying the rock a little bit, too. He's done very well for himself yes, tonight. Yes. Uh, coming in on the spot for Josh Ringer. And uh, really, maybe after, outside of the first carry that he had, uh, you couldn't even tell a difference that there was a, uh, a different running back in there. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> in terms of yards per carry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I agree with you. And, I agree. You know, moving the sticks. Just, um, they're different type of runners oh, for sure, but, he's but the production was still there. Oh, yeah, time. yeah, yeah. I agree with that, Travis. But I, the, 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 uh, Josh Ringer is like one of those guys come along. Not, uh, it reminds me of the Wolf Kid that played years ago. Yeah, those guys don't come around. It's like, right. uh, uh, it's like, Craig down at Orange. Those guys just don't come around. Sometimes you're just really, really good. Right. Uh, big run there for that's not a shot. That's not a knock on anybody, but, you know. 15-yard gain there from young Logan Schott. 5'9", 151, a sophomore. Getting some solid action here in the fourth quarter from St. Leon. And uh, trying to fight his way. Bumble. Yeah, they do have a fumble, and it looks like Harrison is on it, able to return it about five yards. Fumble loss there. Logan Schott, uh, obviously, has had some nice runs here tonight. I want to forget about that one. You'll notice, Chuck, that uh, they have everything lit up here tonight. Uh, the old soccer field uh, lit up just uh, yeah. beyond the football field. Uh, they're taking some drone pictures tonight. Is that right? Uh, of the whole campus. So uh, you can look out for that on the East Central uh, Twitter pages, their Facebook pages. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some pretty sweet shots there, including from the action on the field. Superintendent Jackson, he's, he's a lot of growth up there. Absolutely. Mason Young rolls to his right, looking for his intended receiver, Ben Smith, coming on the crossing route. A little out of his reach. Ball's incomplete. As mentioned, clock's still going to run, even on incompletions, as we are under six and a half to play here at Trojan Field. Three wide receivers set for Harrison. Two to the right. Mason Young back to pass. 
deep down the sideline and almost oh. intercepted. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that was Jace Dorsey, 38. I, I, I can't, yeah, I think you're right. And he is so, his, his hands went through the helmet because he, he knew it. Just, it looked like it went right through his hands. He might have a tough time going to sleep tonight. He's going to be thinking about that one. I know I would be. Yeah, you don't think he'll get r- ripped a little bit, too, and, and film. Just chalk it up as a uh, pass deflected and uh, move on to the next, next game. Trips to the right, Mason Young. Flush to his right, and he is going to be no. Gets away from two or three guys, pitches it down the field. Good coverage. That's pretty good coverage. That's real good coverage because he was running around like crazy. And the I, I can't. Can you see the number? He was looking for Luke Rogers. Uh, the coverage. Uh, couldn't see the number there. Twenty-seven. That's Andrew Roy, who does uh, rotate in a little bit uh, with the ones. He, he, whoever it was, stuck with their man or their area uh, right up, and it's so easy to when you see the quarterback run around to get your eyes uh, focused on him and not not the receiver, which usually costs you. But uh, Young's pretty elusive. Another three and out. Young's going to boot that ball down the field. It nice will punt. roll down to the. 30, more curling out there, Chuck, I saw on that. the 36-yard uh, line. Well, we got to give that a name, Travis. Let's see that. <laughs> I might have to think about that one yeah, a, yeah. a little up, bit. Come up with some. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that. <laughs> I don't think it helps. But no. <laughs> Good conversation, though. Sure. Nearing four minutes to play. Running clock here at Trojan Field. It has been all EC tonight, 42 nothing. Again, don't see blowouts very much in this series. Seven of the last nine games have been decided by seven or fewer points. Just one of those things. Shot's going to get the ball right after a uh, fumble on the last possession. He's still going. And yeah, he uh, pushes the pile forward for a good nine yards. That reserve offensive line looks pretty good, too, don't they? That's one thing about East Central. Uh, just when you think they might be down, they're never down. They they don't rebuild. They just reload. Yep. And uh, the same thing has happened this year. Uh, some of these kids have waited their turn to go be out there and be a starter, be a star. Um, you know, sometimes you're just going to have to sit for three years and then you play as a senior, and, and you do a great job. That's just uh, how they do it here. Successful programs, that's how they run. Shot's going to get it again. Oh. And uh, he's hit at the line of scrimmage, so that'll bring up a third and one. Uh, fans get loud here in that Trojan field. Under three to play. Third and one from the EC 45. Thought they may bring in Merchant back in and run that ball. <laughs> Weeded quarterback. Shot to the right. And he is Ooh, hit close. again near the line of scrimmage. 
needed to get the 46, and he did. First down. Why is the clock stop? Oh, change the first down. That's why. Clock will resume, and we are under two minutes to play. Trojans will just have to run handful more plays. He's, uh, tossing out some red footballs here tonight. That's always fun for the uh, kiddos to catch some footballs up in the stands. I remember doing that back in the day when I was a youngster. And the uh, Trojans are going to put a knee on it. They will do that just a uh, time or two more, and it's going to be a sweet victory here tonight for the East Central Trojans. We can't speak highly enough of uh, the performance they've had through uh, their first two games this year. Mighty impressive. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Offensive. I mean, I said it over and over again. I I can't think of a weak area. I haven't seen any breakdowns. uh, And uh, another thing, looking at this team, like, again, we don't want to harp too much on Ringer being injured, but it just goes to show you the depth of the team. When he goes down, Homer comes in. They don't necessarily miss a beat on offense. Um, it, it was just like last year when Jake Flight got hurt and yep. Ringer was able to bust onto the scene. They just always have someone waiting in the wings. And, and like you pointed out, Homer came in and did a great job of running the football. Uh, and when Ringer's running well, and also you, that's because of the offensive line. I mean, they're you know they're they're pretty good. Another kneel down, and that is going to do it. East Central will move to 2-0. Harrison falls to 0-2, a 42-0 domination as East Central has won their third straight battle of I-74. We'll be back to put a bow on this game with the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan postgame show. This has been High School Football on Equal Country 99.3 and EqualCountryOnline.com. Your family's hometown pharmacy, DeVille Pharmacies. The flowers are blooming and so are your allergies. What are the best over-the-counter medications for your symptoms? Come into DeVille Pharmacies for a great selection of allergy medications and an expert staff to help recommend the right product for you. Stop in today and start enjoying the season. Your family's hometown pharmacy, Hi, I'm Russ with Ken Nyer Plumbing. Ken Nyer Plumbing has been servicing the tri-state area for nearly 50 years. We know firsthand the importance of any plumbing service, specifically water heaters, which are an essential part of your plumbing system. You need hot water for your showers, dishes, laundry, and more, and we can help with the installation, replacement, repair, and maintenance on your tank, tankless, or even efficient heat pump water heaters. It's easy. Just give us a call, 513-353-3. 311 or visit nyerplumbing.com. Fresh quality food comes from a solid team that truly cares. Snappy's is open and busy with immediate openings for delivery drivers and in-store crew at both their Lawrenceburg and Rising Sun locations. Visit snappytomato.com to snap into a new job today. Snappy. Snappy tomato pizza. Snappy delivery. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This 
is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan postgame show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. One more time, final from Trojan Field, East Central 42, Harrison 0, as the Trojans have won the Battle of I-74 for the third straight time. I uh, would have said third straight year, but these two teams uh, did not get to play one another last year due to COVID-19. So uh, awesome to uh, see these two rivals back on the field again tonight. Uh, the game uh, maybe didn't live up as to as it has uh, the past several years uh, with how close these two teams have uh, played one another. But, uh, that just goes to show you um, what kind of performance the East Central Trojans uh, were able to put on here tonight at Trojan Field, sending the home faithful home happily. And uh, we are going to get to the uh, Hagford keys to the game momentarily uh, with my broadcast colleague Chuck Thomas. Uh, I know one of those keys was uh, the turnover battle, and uh, the turnovers that mattered were the uh, two turnovers that were forced from the East Central defense earlier in this contest. Sam Ringer with an interception that set up a touchdown. There was also a fumble recovery that uh, gave EC another touchdown as well. So, uh, Chuck, I was just mentioning uh, one of the Hagford keys to the game was uh, turnovers. East Central was able to capitalize on a couple of forced turnovers early in the game. Uh, full checkup of those uh, keys to the game. Yeah, and we just talked about the two two dominant figures, uh, Mason Young for, uh, for, the, uh, for the Wildcats. Uh, East Central defense did a magnificent job uh, of, of stymie. The same way as last week, they, they would cause havoc and uh, disruption in the backfield, they couldn't get anything going. Had a hard time throwing. It's fun to watch him run, though. He's, a little, you know, he's like Eli. He, he makes people miss. Right. The other one was could could stop in, uh, Josh Ringer, and they didn't. But an injury did. And as you pointed out, uh, they, 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 you know, they, there was a little slowness in that one series. After that, East Central was right back on it with other people stepping up and uh, getting the offense done that, that Josh normally does. Uh, Omar, uh, Omar came in and just, just did an outstanding job. Uh, Eli, I like, uh, Eli, uh, he's become one Eli of my Aspen. favorites. I mean, he, two touchdowns again tonight. Yeah. And just, just exciting, you know, um, and their defense solid as they were last week. Uh, you know, we've been singing their praises. I hope people don't think we're overdoing it, but they're pretty good. Two games anyway. We're just kind of, uh, talking about what we see and so far what we've seen for me see has been uh, dominance through eight quarters of play those were the uh, hack Ford keys to the game stop by the dealership on us 50 in greendale and get your keys to a brand new ford today hagfordsales.com a uh, final look at our id tech community college stats report let's just uh, hit on the highlights there chuck yeah okay 40 uh rushes 40 yards for 222 yards for ec 31 rushes for only 74 yards for the uh, wildcats they had 92 yards in total offense as the EC defense shut them down pretty good. Total offense, 388 yards for uh, East Central. Individuals, uh, uh, Omar at 96 yards. Logan had 43 at the end. Ringer had 38 early. And Cole Burton had 24 for uh, the Wildcats. 19 carries uh, for 50 yards for uh, Mason Young. Uh, Gavin Moore had 12 carries for 24 yards. Passing was the same as at halftime. I, did, I don't think Burton threw a pass at his second half. Five for 10 for 153 yards and two touchdowns. Receiving, uh, Eli Austin, three catches, 79 yards. Uh, total, one touchdown. Um, 
Nate burning, bruising, burning, I can't even talk. Abusing. Abusing, abusing, <laughs> I know that. Uh, two carry, two reception, 70 yards, uh, 74 yards, one touchdown. That was a 61-yarder striking from downtown. Josh Ringer, before he left, one catch for 13 yards. Those, uh, I can give you the third down conversions, but you don't care. I know that. And, uh, but that's the, uh, the two turnovers were, as you thought, Mark, very important too. But, uh, it's all he, all he sees. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, all the stats, you know, were, were for the Trojans and, uh, ah, that, that Harrison team, they're going to get it together. I don't know if they were, you know, last week they had two or three starters out. I don't know if they made it back this week or not, but, um, they're going to be okay. Rehead does a nice job of uh, coaching down there. They'll get, get they'll get back. This will sting a little bit, but they're young. By yeah, this, Sunday, they'll be at, getting at the ready. End of the day, their goals are still ahead of them yeah, with conference yeah, championship yeah. and uh, playoff things of that nature. And, uh, the Ivy Tech Community College stats report dominated by the Trojans tonight. Campus is conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Ivy Tech. Edu, And it is that time of the uh, broadcast to name our star of the game presented by Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. Um, certainly uh, many candidates. Uh, is it going to be a, a twofer? I don't know. I like Homer. I mean, Homer? Came, I, I think he came in um, and ran hard uh, and, and, and played very, very well. You know, you and I mentioned to you, you come, you, you get on the field and you're under the lights, mm-hmm. and here are the all these people, and you're getting the ball. I want to tell you something. That's an adrenaline thing, and you get you you can fumble the ball, you can do some weird stuff. But I, I thought he played very well, and and I think he deserves a little something. Well, star of the game, and maybe a star in the making of yep. this East Central offense. Trey Omer uh, filling in uh, very well for the injured Josh Ringer. Uh, be the star of your game in a new car, truck, or SUV with warranty forever from Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet. And um, this is kind of a similar award, but a, a player who fueled their team. Uh, again, this is likely going to be a Trojan. Uh, we've talked about Eli Aston, uh, Cole Burton. You could throw his name Burton, in there. Yeah, he, uh, the entire he, defense. Um, take yep. a pick there, Chuck. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I am... Uh... Um, we didn't give the entire defense last week, right? We gave it. Did, did, did we or not? We, we talked about it. Okay. Uh, hey, this is the second shutout. We got to give them some sugar. I got to give them a love. So uh, you want to go that route? Let's go with the uh, defense led by uh, Sam Ringer with the uh, impressive INT uh, earlier that in was the, the game. That was a sensation. I mean, just the way it, I'm watching it uh, kind of materialize. And I'm watching him, and I thought well, he's, he's either going to get a good hit or he's going to block it. But just at the last moment, and he and he's running, and as a defensive back, you're making that decision on your run, on the run. You know, you're going, I'm going to hit, no, I'm going to hit, I'm going to get the ball, no, I, I'm, I'm going to kill him, no, oh, I think I'll just steal the ball. Okay, <laughs> diving catch, yeah, that, uh, pretty sweet. Uh, maybe the play of the game. So uh, the EC defense. Uh, were the players who fueled their team tonight. That is presented by Wardway Fuels, your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business or home. Visit wardway.com. So uh, 42-0, another impressive win for East Central. Any final thoughts from you, Chuck? No, I, I'm a, a, little, a little surprised uh, how good East Central is. Uh, they seem to be getting better and better and better. And, um, a little surprised at the, the, the two scores. I mean, I, I, I'm a little surprised at that. Oh, a uh, big-time win here tonight, and uh, maybe a bigger win was uh, we had no weather delay because that was certainly something uh, we were looking at uh, prior to the pregame. I looked up. The wind was blowing. The flag was like 90, you know, 90 degrees. Out. I thought, oh. And, of course, it's always a nice place to be with lightning and you're sitting on aluminum uh, stadiums because it's always nice.
Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, that is going to uh, do it for the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan postgame show. Another impressive win from the Trojans, moving to 2-0 and on the season. Harrison falls to 0-2. And uh, for you East Central fans out there, they will take on Bowler next week, but our broadcast will shift to the South Dearborn Knights as uh, they will be back home again next Friday hosting the Batesville Bulldogs. We'll have pregame coverage for you at 6.40 with a 7 o'clock kickoff from the beautiful Backman Field. So a few folks we need to uh, thank before we sign off here tonight. Uh, of course, uh, I want to thank my uh, broadcast colleague here tonight, Mr. Chuck Thomas. Always fun uh, doing a game with you. Always. See, I, I love doing games. <laughs> it's a lot of fun and uh, enjoyable. And you put up with my craziness. So that, that's always a good thing, too. <laughs> fun, as always. I want to thank Mr. Chris Bowling back in the studio, punching up the buttons, doing a fine job, as always. Uh, thank him for taking the time out of his Friday evening. Of course, we got to thank the uh, listeners for tuning in tonight on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com and our great high school sports sponsors that allow us to uh, get out and call these high school games each and every Friday night. Um, much appreciated, and we hope that uh, you can get out and patronize all of our great high school sports sponsors. So one last time for Chuck Thomas. I'm Double T Travis there. A nice night here tonight to be a Trojan fan as they uh, walk away. Battle of I-74 champs for the third consecutive time with a 42 nothing win. Thank you for listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com.